Agents of the Silver Screen coming to you live from my basement. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Today we have Dove. Yo, man, that's sick music. Does Brad, did Brad put out music that I don't know about? And also we have Joey. Another one. Yes, hi. Hi, everybody. I'm excited to be back. Joey, can I just say that Joey had uh, has had a lot of sugar before he came here tonight. I'm just you know. I'm just pumped. I'm excited <laughs> to be back. Uh, I know that there's probably not going to be a huge gap between episodes, so people may not know, but it's been a little while since we've recorded, so I'm just excited. <laughs> That's all. Yes, um, and also tonight we have with us um, our brother Jeff. Special um, guest. Hello, special guest. hello. Say hello, Jeff. Say Thanks, hello to everybody. Um, hey, everybody. Thanks Jeff. for having me. Jeff's on the sh- uh, Jeff's gonna be on the show tonight, uh, contributing as a, uh, uh, a guest contributor. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what we're going to call him now. Uh, I don't want to call yeah. you Junior Agent because that's <laughs> just, that that's like, okay. That sounds like Weenie Hut Junior. So. You need to be in the Avengers, uh, I, but you're not I, yet. I, I yeah. know I'm you're, new. You're, 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 I got to be initiated. Yeah, we're like Captain America stuff, and you're like the Wasp. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, that would be Junior Agent. Never mind. LOL yeah. at the Wasp. Okay, so today our big ticket item, we're going to be talking about Dunkirk. Uh, we're going to start Dunkirk. off with uh, three little picks in our our list. This time is going to be. Um, I, I know last month I said that um, I give me three worst soundtracks, but I changed it uh, changed it on the fly, um, and I asked everyone to come up with uh, three of the most versatile actors. Now we have a lot of discussion to do with that category. What did I say? Oh, so three much. of the most multifaceted slash yeah, versatile, versatile actors. actors. You know, and I kind of dropped that on everyone and what I thought was a raindrop turned into an atom bomb because we oh. all started racing and we're all kind of like, wait a second, you can't casually approach this one. We thought yeah. about it, we're going to tackle it. A lot of it. prefaces. A lot of prefaces. Yes, there's gonna, we're going to qualify the ever living out of this. So, right. jo- Joey, what do you got, 20? 20, 20 yeah, I had like by the end, 20, well, I, you know, I always start broad and then try and, you know, go in. Um, go deeper. And so, yeah, when I was done making my actual list of just like everyone I could think of who I thought might qualify, it was like 20 yeah. people. So well, what what ends up happening is you think of like five right off the top of your head. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you actually sit down and start thinking about it. And you're like, wait a minute. No, I, lo- I know like a right. hundred yeah. of these. That's right. And this is a very, this is a very serious because uh, list because this is kind of like what acting is all about. Yeah. You know, it being right. versatile. Uh, well, I mean, that's half of it. Half, the other half is kind of like making a niche for yourself, you know, yeah. um, kind of like what Denzel and Tom Hanks have done. You yeah, know, Arnold they, Schwarzenegger. And yeah, they, yeah, they. But, but they, being they, able, they make, I mean, yeah, but being able to to be able to take on a role and actually take on that role is really what acting's all about. Yes, so, and that's, that's what makes exactly versatility, right? right? Uh, yes, because like, because you know, some people yeah. get casted as a role, and some people, some roles are just well, made. Well, I, I think that's too. that's what I think is half of it. The other half, I think, is bringing the magic that only you can bring to that role. You know, okay, Tom fair. Hanks yeah. can only bring the Tom Hanks feel. Yeah. You know, Denzel can only bring the Denzel feel. You yeah, that's know? true. And and I think if so there's people list. out there, they're no, they're not. Uh, um, uh, there are people out there who aren't the greatest actors, but they just keep playing the same person, and it works. John yeah. Wayne, can we talk? You know, I mean, he, yeah. he was a great actor. He's one of the, I, I think, uh, AFI, yeah. uh, American Film Institute, put him in, I think it was the top 10. He was in the top 10. Yeah, the that, greatest that, actors of all that time. That could be a whole other list of actors that play the same thing all the time, and it works. Right. That, and, that and, could and, be a list, And you too. know what? I, I, I want to say, people, I, I'm not saying that Tom Hanks plays the same person, but he does bring the Tom no, Hanks does. charm. Yeah. You know, so... Um, okay, so we're going to start off with three little picks. Um, Joey, we're going to start with you today. It's going to start with me. All right, so before I start with my three little pick, I didn't ask you this before the podcast, Luke. Did You I, You guys said I could have a five-minute Moana segment. Do you want me to start there? Um, or do you want me to do that later? 
Um, since I think we have four people on today, let's skip the Moana segment. Okay, skip Moana for now. Yeah, because you know, I actually truly, I, I forgot about that. Just like oh, I that's did, okay. Just no like I did that movie. I'm just All right, joking. so you know, but, I just randomly watched Moana on vacation, and I asked Luke if I could have a five-minute segment. Maybe we'll do that another time. Yes, yeah, so. actually, I do want to hear that. Actually. Yeah, maybe. I have some good I'm thoughts about it. Hear, I have yeah. some good thoughts uh, about it. Maybe uh, once we're done recording here, I'll give you your own little thing. We'll just broadcast. Yeah, I'll just it throw just a segment. It. Cool. Yes. All right. Okay. So for three little picks, I did a suicide watch. Um, a little bit, a little while ago, but I thought it was worth talking about. Um, Luke requested it too. Um, after I talked to him about it a little bit, so uh, Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Oh boy! So I feel like nice. I should preface this a little bit with the fact that I actually like parts of the Pirates of the Caribbean series. So when the first movie came out, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I think the first movie is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Very yes. I agree. And then the and then the second and the third get really kind of yeah really went downhill pretty quickly. The writing was just really muddy, and I didn't like them. And then the fourth one came out, the one right before this one. This is the fifth one. Fourth one came out. I actually thought the fourth one was okay. I thought that one was decent. Um, I didn't think it was as good as the first one, but I thought it was better than two and three. So this one was a potential suicide watch for me. I was like, okay, it could build off of the success of the fourth one and maybe bring it back to its splendor, Uh, or it could not. I just want to say that the third Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, what was that? A stranger? No, that was a stranger. What was that called? Who knows? It's it's unrememberable. Yeah, I, if that's a word. I, uh, I, I think that was probably. Uh, I probably think that's probably one of the dumbest f- films I've ever seen in my life. I actually yeah. think that this what, even was, uh, what were they? On Stranger Times, on, uh, Dead uh, Dead Chess, Dead Man, Dead Man's Chess. At World's End. At World's End. That's what it was. That's what it was. At World's End. Is that the stupid one where uh, um, Kieran Knightley you have to be becomes more specific when you say is that the stupid one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the one where uh, Kieran Knightley uh, becomes the the leader, Pirate King. Yeah. You yeah. heard me right. You heard yes. me right. Pirate yeah. King. Yes, right. That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Wasn't that all? Wait, that was that's still all of them, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know. It was. It was it was right. even the it simpsons i think recognized weird. how terrible that movie was i think if i remember correctly i remember seeing an episode where i think bart simpson got on a tractor uh you know simpsons, simpsons fan out there you can probably correct me on this but i think he got on a tractor and he, he went he ran over manure i think or something <laughs> like that he ran over manure what came out the back end was pirates of the caribbean <laughs> That's and great. so so i i'm glad that, uh. kind of, that kind of like this movie's i hope I hope it's universally right. recognized as a terrible film. So go ahead, Joe. I just want to say yeah. that. So it, it really uh, is a terrible uh, so film. This, one, this one is really a very mixed bag um, because it kind of attempts to do um, – it, it attempts to do a little bit of what um, the X-Men movie did, the one where they go back in time, did where it like tries to fix the, some of the writing mistakes they made before. Yes. So it tries to fix some Which of the writing many? mistakes yeah, yes. from the second and third movies. Is time travel in this thing? No, no, no. It's not oh. time travel. But I just mean um, in the X-Men movie where they did, they like went back and fixed the timeline that they screwed up originally. And this doesn't do that, but it essentially attempts to cor- correct what some of the mistakes oh, right. I remember. Se- I remember seeing a young Jack Bauer in the trailers. Oh, not Jack Bauer, Jack Sparrow. Jack yeah, Sparrow. In the yeah. Trailers. So, um, but anyway, so uh, I mean, there's there's parts of this that that were okay, right? Um, so there were parts of this that were decent. Um, the the old characters coming back was nice, right? I think I still think Johnny Depp does a good job as Jack Sparrow. I like to see him as yep. Jack Sparrow. Um, uh, Barbosa's in this as well, yes. and I love I, Jeffrey Rush's Barbosa has always been one of my favorite things as well. Yeah, 100%. I almost I almost um, enjoy that more I, I, than I Jack think, Sparrow in some well, ways. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. I think Dove, you said this before, but I think that, um, I, I'm going to echo echo on you echo you on this one i think that jeffrey rush is the greatest thing that ever happened to the pirates of the caribbean 
you know, Johnny Depp notwithstanding. I, yeah. I think without Jeffrey Rush, I think Johnny Depp is trying to hold up the whole thing by himself. I don't think he can do it. I think without Jeffrey Rush there. Um, he killed it. He absolutely killed yeah, it in he, the first film. He just yeah. killed that role. It, yeah, yeah, he did. It was awesome. And, 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 and he still killed it later, even though they destroyed everything. He was still standing tall, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I think we he's named still, the monkey. I th- <laughs> and I think he, I think he still yeah. stands tall uh-huh. in this film. I think he does, too. I think like he still does. He, do, he still brings it back and does yes. a good job in this yes. film. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Javier Bardem is the, is the main villain in yes. this film mm-hmm. as Captain Salazar. Mm-hmm. And so he actually also does a very good Salazar job. Salazar seems like a cool villain to me. Yeah, he was an intriguing villain. Yeah. Um, I think Javier Bardem always kind of a, a kind of brings an interesting charm to a lot of things too. Yes. Like you were talking about with some actors, um, and I and I think Very he good. did. I think he did a really good job with this. So that was some of the better stuff. The big thing is, and I don't want to go into too many I, spoilers I either. Question. Yeah, sure. Was that Salazar Slytherin? <laughs> I guess it's the same name. Yeah, um, he's good I mean, one. No, he's not. He's not Salazar. It's the only other Salazar that I've ever heard of in film. No, you're right. That's true. I didn't actually make that connection. But um, but yeah. And so the the other big benefit I think is that they do kind of um fix the storyline. So um, mm. in some of the ways. So if you're familiar with the previous movies, I think this movie might be worth seeing just for that, right? Just to feel them fix that. Mm. If okay. You were. All right. So so anyway, so for those things, I I liked. However, there is plenty to also dislike. Okay. Unfortunately, this okay. probably leans more so on the side now of that the we got suicide watch. Yeah. So we got so we got six, start out so positive. Got, wait, 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 so we got sixty forty split. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. So I I wanted to start out positive because I did think there were some good things, and I think again, so it, this is the final. I. Th- you know, Disney always says final, and then they're yeah, like, oh, right. we can make more money. Yeah, so, they, but this, the they claim this was yeah. the final. Right. And so, you know, as the end, if you have been in, engaged and seen all the other movies, it might be worth watching for some of the things that I mentioned. Dislikes okay. the new characters are awful. Uh. The new characters are just terrible. <laughs> the new, the so, new Orlando Bloom and the new Kieran Knightley. Yes, essentially. No, right. that's exactly uh, okay, what they right, are. Right. Exactly <laughs> what they are. They're just like cut like cardboard cutouts of like what made those characters good but it's like they only kept the stuff that made those characters bad and put them yes. in new characters oh, oh, and, so, and, I'm, and I'm here to argue that those characters were only good for one movie and then after that they were terrible I like I like both those characters I really like Kara Knightley oh. I, I like Will Turner. Oh, I like oh, those characters oh, oh. Karen, well they weren't like terrible her? they weren't bad it's just it, it, Again, I thought, I thought, I thought oh, was, I, again, I thought the writing was really bad for those movies, but I like all those characters. Yeah. I really do like all those characters. Well, Kieran Knightley so, was really. I, I actually I, really liked her in the first half of the first one. It kind of the second half. You're kind of like, okay. But. I'd probably, I'd probably list Kieran Knightley as one of my favorite actresses, so maybe that's why. Oh, but wow. I, just, I, enjoy, oh, okay. yeah, I enjoy her as an yeah. actress, and yeah. I thought she did a good Pride job. Pride Prejudice. She's a very good yeah. actress. But anyway, so, so I mean, I do like those, but to me, there's just like these new characters are just awful, mm-hmm. and in many ways, if you guys have been listening, if if anyone who's listening who's been listening to our podcast before this you guys have heard dove talk about uh star wars right mm-hmm. um episode seven in many ways it's the same thing but even worse oh wow like, oh. Is that? yes yes oh, well, okay this is going down there were there were points in star wars where at least i thought they were trying right like they hadn't right. done it but at least i thought they were trying right. this so this um the the female character they bring into this who's not related to any of the other characters initially right that we know of she's just kind of new kind of comes into the story it's everything that Luke has talked about about some characters, but like just like to the max. Oh boy! There's zero. There's no background to her. We don't get any backstory about her, how she came to this. But she kind of just walks into the movie, and she's just better than everybody else uh, automatically. Oh, oh. It's, it's a, and so oh. and so so they're initially trying. She walks in the movie because they're initially trying to. That the, is so the, shocking. The British government, right, <laughs> is trying to hang her for being a witch. 
just because oh. she's a smart woman, essentially, right. is the idea. What? But she knows all this stuff about, she knows, like, all this stuff about astrology that, you know, like, she's just, like, it's insane. And so there's actually a point where, in the early scene, where she, like, runs in to this guy's, um, he has almost like a, a, a like an observatory, like a really like one that's like really premeditated before all this point, like is really sort of like primordial. It's not like, you know what we think of today, but it's, um, but she runs into it and he does, he has like a telescope set up. Right. And, and he's kind of like into a lot of the science stuff that she is, but instead of there being some sort of like engaging thing that happens, she just kind of comes in and like ruins everything. And then just kind of like claims to be smarter and then runs out. And I think, it was wow. supposed to, I think it was supposed to be funny. Yeah. Like, I guess that was the idea is that a lot of times they do, they combine action with like humor, right. Yes. Which you guys have talked about right. being like theater laughs. Yes. Right. So I think they wanted people to laugh at the fact that there was like this guy, like this struggling scientist and right. she sort of just walks in and is better than him and then sort of ruins all of his work and then leaves right. but I, I was going like like how is that supposed to make me like her how is that supposed right. to maybe right. do anything for this character right. Right? right and so and I just I don't know I don't know what they were thinking when they wrote that scene and I just don't know what they were thinking when they wrote the character really. well we, we we've talked about know. this before um, the Mary Sue uh, the, the Mary Sue character in movies is completely unlikable yeah it, it, she, she's completely yeah. unrelatable she's completely unlikable but the thing is um, lately, Hollywood keeps spewing out the Mary Sue after Mary Sue. The what, what, what was the male version of that? Gary Stu. Gary Stu. The <laughs> Gary Stu hasn't been around as much, so you're going to hear us in this podcast harp on the Mary Sue more because Hollywood just loves to shove that in her face time after time. And if there's a Gary, Gary Stu out there, which I believe there are, we, oh yeah, we've there definitely are. Yeah. We've mentioned some right. Gary. I was Stu's actually going to get into that with Moana, so I'm sad we cut oh, that. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, that, well, that makes sense. You know, the, the Gary Stu's are out there, and and I hope that we're we're an equal, like I said before, we're equal opportunity bashers around here, <laughs> yeah. and you know whatever your preference. Is we're going to bash you, and the Gary Stews will get our attention when we see them. But the thing is, you can't put a Gary Stew in a movie because that's politically incorrect. So you're not going to hear us rip on Gary Stews as much. You know, you're yeah. going to you're going to hear us time and again trash the Mary Sue because it's not about a good story. And it ruins, it's has, about well, a it message. Ruins, and, it's about I really, and I really do think that the Gary Stew showed up probably uh, uh, showed up more so in older movies. Oh, but, absolutely. But we're right, starting this right. podcast in 2017, and a lot of our focus is on newer movies. And, right? And isn't it's just that not the isn't time that period, one of the so. reasons we make fun of the old action genres? Yeah, from the 90s exactly. and the 80s. The guy comes in, gets shot a million times, yeah, and then blows right. everybody up yeah. with a PP7. I know. You know, we make fun of. That it's yeah. silly, it's funny, and, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, it's it's when Rambo just shoots the horizon, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and everybody explodes, yeah, everybody explodes. Well, yeah, but I mean, there were, I mean, there were even parodies of that, right? Yes, like right. there yeah, were right. parodies of those movies yes. during that time period. Yes. but I haven't really seen any parodies of like the Mary Sue style stuff yet. So I'm curious uh, if we're gonna get some because no, because they're protected. Can't do that. Yeah, they're I know protected. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, can't do that. It's not as much. Yeah, so I agree. So yeah, so then for the for the female character whose name is Karina. Smith in this she so she's kind Karina of that way Smith? and then yeah and then Henry Where is she from the Bronx <laughs> and then Henry yeah. Henry Turner was it Karina Henry wasn't she oh, in the, oh yeah, yeah listen to uh, listen Trump to me Karina who those men out there Francisco oh my listen gosh. to me Karina oh the fun one of the funniest bits I've ever seen of him <laughs> making I, fun of the uh, the previews guy and oh. I want him death yeah <laughs> <laughs> one man one decision. <laughs> one solution. Yeah, one solution. One solution. Yeah, one solution. Okay, but yeah, on. so anyway, so Henry Turner, he's uh, Will Turner's son, right? Um, and he kind of like, 
I don't know. Yeah. So, going, so back going, to, going going back to um, going back to the idea of the Mary Sue too. Um, kind of in in tandem with this character, this female character who's kind of uh, what I like to call OP, right? She just kind of like uh, is able to do everything without any seeming reason as to yeah. why, right? Without any right. backstory. So Ray from episode right. seven. So she doesn't. Yeah. So. She doesn't need a reason. Well, that's why. That's why I kind of compared it to episode seven because I feel like the okay. plot line goes goes so similar to that, right? Where it's just it like Disney. It's just well, it no, is. it is. Um, and yeah. uh, and I think I really do think, and I was going to get into this with Moana as well, but I really do think Disney is just like recycling things at this point. Oh, oh dude, I think, yeah, uh, they just I announced think, uh, Lion King. I think CG animated. Oh, well, that's oh even, yeah, well, I, I mean, forgot well, about that. That's Come even on. well, no, well, that's even worse <laughs> that because one just came out like last year. They didn't just announce. They didn't just announce Lion King. They announced like twenty movies they're remaking yeah. in real life oh, that no. they had animated versions of. So they're definitely recycling there. I don't mind. But I don't mind that if they do a good job. I do. Oh, I do. But they just don't do a good job. But I, but I mean, even no, if they do, point. I just I don't care to see the same movie again in CGI. Like yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I didn't care with Beauty and the Beast. Everyone was stoked yeah. on that. I don't I, care. Uh, right? Jungle like, Book. If they never made that, you know, I'd, I'd go cl- close my eyes and go to bed at night. You know, yeah, what I mean? like it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But that's true about other things too. But, that, but mm-hmm. I, th- I just mean, there's so much that I, I, I don't think I don't think I. There's so little that I think about. And I go, oh, I really want to see that remade. Oh, and I want them to put it in CGI. We've complained about the overuse yes. of CGI. Yes, absolutely. And Disney's just. Mm-hmm. Buying into it, man. Yeah, yeah. I think that they've stopped. Well, I think they've stopped paying writers. Well, I, is what I, I, I think I, is honestly happening. I want to put in a good word for their CGI because Jungle Book was absolutely oh yeah, amazing. J- Jungle their, their Book CGI was amazing. CGI was the best CGI I'd ever seen up at this point. I mean, I agree with that, but I just mean I still think I just think they've stopped paying writers. I think they're just like yeah, paying I, people I, to recycle ideas. Yeah, I, I saw that in true. Moana, and I saw it, and I'm seeing it here. I like this. So much of this to me follows the same, yeah. and you'll see it when you watch the movie. But it follows yeah. the same mm-hmm. story structure and character structure as mm-hmm. Episode Seven. Yeah, and, um, and they're going to leave Pixar f- f- burning in the ruins. That's, yeah, that's what they're. That's I really what they're hope trying they don't. To do. I mean, they're going to destroy Pixar. I'm, I'm really concerned about Incredibles too. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, so Will mm-hmm. Turner is just mm-hmm. this character who kind of like. Um, he's a little bit more of like a feminine male character. Okay. Um, so he almost no! like, yeah. He, so he almost <laughs> he almost takes that role, this which isn't, isn't good. Which to me isn't a bad thing in and of itself. But he, it's almost like. He takes this role of not just sort of being a little bit more feminine, but he also takes this role of like where he just kind of like doesn't contribute. Like the girl, the female character, Karina is like contributing everything, and he's almost just kind of like along for the ride. Yeah. Which, to be fair, we've probably seen plenty of movies that have male main characters, and the female character is just there for like eye candy or to be along for the ride, right? Yeah. Right. But that, that at least fulfills a role, though. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by that? If it fulfills a role for the viewer. Well, I mean, and you could argue the same right? thing for this, I guess. Uh, I, would, I would argue no because the the women really don't care about eye candy as much as the men do. You know, I what don't I'm know. Saying? I've I've not yeah. heard, I've, I've not heard that. Oh, the I'm case, so glad so. that he's here so I can watch him. Said I no mean, woman ever. You know what uh, I mean? I don't, I, I, I don't know I that think, I agree with that. So, I mean, uh, that, I mean, that's that's a topic uh, worthy maybe. of further discussion. Yeah. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I, we can move on. But I just, yeah. I, so I would. There was plenty about this. The writing was really uh, lazy. Like I said, I think there was an obvious agenda. There's also a. Uh, <laughs> there's of also. Course. I don't want to uh, go into it too much because because uh, I'm not going to spoil this one. Just in case people are listening, I figure if they want to see it, they can, and if they don't, nope. you can uh, take my recommendation. But there is also a death in the story that I was pretty upset about. Mm. That I was kind of annoyed by. You, so oh, okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, so I, I mean, if you guys want me to spoil it for you, I can. If you want to know, but I'll just I wanted to make sure our listeners had a warning before. All right, hit so. us. 
All right, spoiler warning. Be Barbosa, I'm gonna kill it is. It is. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Barbosa, kill the best guy. So they, they the, always do the that. Big, the big the, the big twist at the end is that Karina Smith is his daughter, his long lost daughter. Oh. Oh. Pete's sakes. And, what what and an then, insult to Barbosa. And he, and he finds out he finds out at the very end, right? And then there's this point where where he has to sacrifice himself in order to save her, and he does, mm. right? So jeez. Oh, Listen to wow. me, Karina. <laughs> uh, I I so. The, 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 unfortunately, about the Pirates of the Caribbean, they um, they are notorious. That series is notorious for taking every single little inside joke that was made in the first one, and 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 recycling it, yeah. recycling it, recycling it five million times. A stupid what's this dude? What's this dumb dog with the keys in this one? I hope not. I don't think so. Uh, I hope not. They, they kept <laughs> using that one. Dog. I, I don't like, think so. Oh my goodness, it's the dog with the keys. This makes everything. They tied in every oh. little they probably, joke. Dude, they probably look at the audience and they just see a bunch of chimpanzees. Yeah, that's probably. And that's who we're making this movie for. You know? Yeah, <laughs> really. They, they tried to, I don't know, it just it drove me nuts. So, oh, we're all connected like the circle of life? She's my long lost daughter? Oh, great writing. Oh, that's it's unbelievable. I'm so, my match is here. Hearing it, oh, yeah. What, what do you give it? Huh? What would I give it out of ten? Probably like a four or five. Probably four or five. Yeah. Okay, Dev, what do you got yeah. for? Uh, I'm a little bit picks. more generous than you guys. So no, that's fine. I'd probably give it. Yep. I'd probably give it like a four or five. So, like I said, I really enjoy watching Johnny Depp. So I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. I liked Barbosa. Yeah. Okay, sure, when he, sure. I liked Barbosa when he was in the movie, but I'm also glad the series is done with. Right. So. Sixty forty. Yeah. yeah, maybe so. seventy thirty. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, for my, I have a Netflix gem. It is actually really, really good. Okay, it's a, and I'll be brief. But it's a movie called Win It All. Win It All. Yep. And I don't okay. think anybody's seen this. I, like when I watched it, I'm like, there's no way anybody saw this. So mm-hmm. I watched the movie 21 with Kevin Spacey. Which was, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, was, it was all right. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like the main lead. I was like, he's kind of dorky and like whatever. So anyway, you know how Netflix at the end of those, you see like recommended things. And there's one movie called Win It All. And I was like, all right, I'm going to click on what, What's this about? Right. So mm-hmm. I click on it. Dude, I... I was so drawn in by this kid, this lead character guy. It was super realistic. He had a brother, this guy with a gambling addiction. And uh, uh, make a long story short, one of his old pals that he used to pay money to, uh, you know, that he would get money from, and then they, the you bookie. know, if they, yeah, if they if they don't get the money back from him, they break his thumbs, yeah, you know. <laughs> so he, so you know, one of those guys lends him a bag of something. You swimming with the fishes, right? And he's like, you don't know. Don't open it. I'm going to jail for six months. I'm going to be back. Don't open it. If you don't do that, I'll pay you 10 grand just for holding it for me. Wow. Right? Oh, okay. So this is the beginning of it. And of course, you know, you can play it out. But right. all I want to say about it is that I don't remember rooting for a main character mm-hmm. as much as I was rooting for this guy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he, and he, I, it just. Like when he was, when there was temptation to screw up and stuff, I'm sitting there going, don't do it. If you, if you do this, I am really going to be upset Mm -hmm. if if, right here watching you right now, Mm -hmm. if you mess this part up Mm -hmm. and you don't know if he's going to or not. And that's part of the intriguing part. Like some of these times, these movies don't end up happy. Right. That's right. With these gambling guys. And so, and I'm just like, I don't know. Is he going to screw this? And he has his brother that really acts like a brother would. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, they're really super sarcastic with each other and they're making fun of each other all the time. Right. Right. But then it, there's times where they have real conversations about his problem. Yeah. Right? Hmm. And it's just, I don't know. I was sitting there just absolutely rooting for this guy. Okay. Like the whole stinking time. It is a real gem. It's a real watch. It's actually on It's Netflix. vulgar. It's on Netflix. Well, at yeah. least now it is. Um, 
it is a little vulgar. There is a scene where he he finds this girlfriend and they start making out and they're kind of like start taking off their clothes. They don't they don't show anything, but it, it ends there. Okay. So that's as as sexual as it gets. Okay. Um, but it is outside of that. It is it is really really good. It's incredibly well done. I'm surprised. Nobody knows about it. Uh, okay, so uh, B-list actors in here. I mean, B. Yeah, know. I don't know who the guy is. I don't even know his name. I should have got his name for this. Just to, you give him some props, the dude. Okay, but it's just I don't know. It's so. I realistic. was actually it's great. I was actually talking about that uh, with Athena. The whole um, idea of like having no name actors and yes. things. Oh, I'm I actually, miss those days. I'm actually finding. I yeah, miss those I, days. I, I kind of think I used to be a fan of like when there were big actors and things. Yes. And mm. now I'm actually finding that I I really do like no name actors yes. because. Because Sometimes, unless yeah. unless unless job. it's like unless it's like I don't know probably some of the t- actors and actresses we're going to talk about yes. uh-huh. um and and the, at the end here unless it's like some of those really really big actors that can really get into a role or yes. bring a certain charm to it right. I feel so many times that I'm just like watching the actor or the yeah. actress rather mm-hmm. than watching like the person yep. or the character that it's meant to be right. I kind of felt that way with um we just finished watching Defenders and then mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver plays a major character in there oh, okay. and I was like and I like Sigourney Weaver but right. I was like. Okay, kind of just feels like Sigourney Weaver. Right, so right. It's like it's like it's like, de- it's like devious Sigourney Weaver. And, right, right. And so and you know and the rest of the show is filled with no names, and I was able to get so much into the characters rather than like yeah. it's Sigourney Weaver. Right. And then and every time they showed her, I was just just felt like Sigourney That's Weaver cool, to me. Man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's yeah, a very so. uh, it's a very character driven film. Yeah, cool. And it's so every single scene is entertaining. Yeah, every where everywhere he goes wow. and whatever he does, I can't wait to you're, watch it. You're watch. It's really good. Yeah. Win it so all. at least I thought so. You I don't want to build it up. It's some watch. It's called it for, terrible. It's called for the money. No, it's called win it all. Oh, win it all. Yeah, Sorry, win, I don't know why. win it all. For the money. Sorry. Really good gambling movie. It's probably the best. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. I enjoyed I, it just I, as much, if to, not more, than Rounders. I, well, you know, I, I have really to. Well, I have to admit that that the gambling movies are really fun to watch. I mean, Casino Royale, Rounders. Yeah, they um, are fun. I, for some I, reason. I, I watched one. Um, I think it was about uh, billiards, about pool. That one was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all, it seems to me that even like all of the ones about gambling, you know, yeah. it's a, they're just really entertaining. Yeah, and th- there's a bunch of things that I could say about a bunch of different scenes that I really like. I'm not going to get into it. Okay. Go go watch it. It's really really good. It'll, it'll keep your attention. And the cool thing is, it'll keep your attention based solely on characters. Based on characters. Hey, that's we need more movies like yes, that. Hey, so, and, so. and that's anyway, part of our responsibility it's really good. as agents of the Silver Screen to our wonderful listeners. We bring these movies to you free of charge, so that you can sit on your fat lazy butt with your bag of chips and watch these movies. <laughs> yep. Okay, so okay, my turn now. I'm gonna get philosophical. Oh, I'll give it probably uh, an eight and it's pretty high. And yeah. no, I'm telling you, it's really high. And I probably would give it a nine if not for some. They started to go down the road of the sex route. They didn't finish, you know, but they kind of did. So maybe a seven. Okay. Okay. okay, okay, eight. All right, cool. It, it, it really is very seriously points off for us in movies when they throw sexual things in there. We did, we do not appreciate. We do not approve. It's. Um, it's it's sinful and it's wicked and it puts the actors... And they can tell the story without that. That's right, and you can't. Right, exactly. Um, okay, so now uh, I'm going to get philosophical about a movie I just watched. I believe it's still in theaters. It's called um, Pilgrimage. And it has um, Tom Holland in it. Um, it has... Um, uh, what's his name? The guy from Walking Dead, Shane. What's his name? Oh, oh, uh, oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the I, was, Punisher. I forget. He yeah, plays the Punisher. Yeah, he too. plays the Punisher. Um, yeah, the new Punisher. Yeah. John Bernthal. Yes. Is that his name? Yeah. Walking Dead. Yeah. His Walking... name is John Bernthal. Bernthal. John Bernthal. Bernthal. He does no, not look well, like a famous, John Bernthal. He got famous from season one of Walking Dead. That's yeah, I know, but the thing is, he does not look like a John Bernthal. Maybe it's not John. 
Uh, he, he just yeah, it, it was. No, yeah, right. it's John Bernthal. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, you guys have been second uh, guessing my <laughs> He was he was in this one too. Um, and uh, one thing I, I liked about this movie, it, it's 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 pretty much about um, uh, you guys remember who was chosen in Judas' place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matthias. Matthias, right? Right. So the, the the movie starts off with Matthias getting stoned to death, right? And the rock they used to stone him to death to kill him with becomes this relic that a Irish monastery protects. Um, and what happens is uh, 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 one of the uh, people from the Vatican, one of, one of the higher-ups from the Vatican, comes all the way from Rome to grab this thing so that they can use it as a relic on crusades and start kicking butt, right? And uh, so they, they get a couple of the monks, and um, they, take, they, they start escorting this rock across Ireland, right? Pretty much trying to get it through the, the Normans, and uh, the crazy Gaelic people, shirtless people running around, our forefathers, naturally, uh, running around, <laughs> wow. you know, trying to kill everybody and everything. Uh, so that's the gist of the movie. Um, the thing I want to get the philosophical about is it's very, it's very much like Silence, if you've ever watched that horrible film. Uh, Martin Scorsese films called Silence, and it's that's right. I have plans to watch it, so we can have a deeper. Oh, yeah, we're gonna have a deeper discussion it. about that. Boring. Right? Oh my word, it's so boring. It, <laughs> so boring. it looked boring. I saw the. Oh, it, it, it looked is, boring. It looks just as boring as you think it is, Jay. Hey, it's called Silence. So. It, it is called Silence. That's true. <laughs> and it's long. And I and I was like seriously squirming my chair thinking about this podcast. Going, I got to get through this. I got to get through this. <laughs> um, so I'm not gonna go into detail about Silence, but the thing that it shares that with um, pil- the pilgrimage. Is that um, re- religion to these people who are not religious is cast as lifeless, boring, and pointless, hmm. and the the um, the atmosphere around both of these movies is just that, lifeless, dull, and pointless. There's never a sunny day, you know what I mean? There's never a sunny day. Everything's overcast all the time. It's raining. Oh yeah, and they also they also use like I, I was reading that they use like filters on so many movies these days that yes. are like. That are like these, like just filters that make everything darker, and yes. so and it's just like it's like the in thing to do right now, right? Mm. And yeah, and and, and 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 the cheaper thing to do. It seems like the movies that really Why? bash on religion. Now we don't have to, we don't have to wait for darkness. We don't have to wait for daylight. We can do it on our own schedule. Yeah, inside. that's true. That's, that's true. true. But I mean, even if it's like a bright sunny day, right? They just put this filter over it, and the idea is not to make it. Not to make the cl- it seem like clouds are downcast, but it's just like to give you this darker green. Right, it's like feel. the Matrix giving the green hue. Yeah, the through green everything. Hue. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, okay. right. Yeah, that's like a good that. point. But that yeah. was only when you were in the Matrix. Actually. <laughs> and there, yeah, there was right, a legitimate right. reason for yeah, that. Yeah, that was right, right, which right. which was brilliant by uh, by the Wachowski siblings. Anyway, so I, the the thing I want to I, I just want to address is this is what religion looks like. This is what the the, the Christianity uh, you could argue Catholicism because in Silence they were Jesuits, in this one they were you could argue Roman Catholics. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what it looks like to them. It looks like dull and lifeless and and, and, and pointless. Uh, and and they cast these movies in these light, and and you're watching it, and and you know what the, the viewer thinks? Wow, I, I would hate to be a monk. I would just hate it. It looks like a living, you know what? You know they they don't do anything. There's no sports. They just work for what to guard this stupid rock? You know? And 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 they they portray them. But I I, I want to give a a positive mention to the to the monks and to those people. Uh, I, I question why sometimes they they portray some of the the these religious people they who give their lives at times for other people and they they Very portray this they they in the movies you see them give their lives for other people yeah. and they portray this neutrally they don't they don't say oh look look at the sacrifice this guy made yeah. they just portray it neutral oh, this is what this is what they do and this is what they did 
You know, and, and that frustrates me a little bit because are we getting to that point that we got to bash religion so much that when we see somebody sacrifice their life, we just kind of portray it neutrally? Yeah, you no, know? I, I mean, that's, that, that's uh, a big deal, I think, they, actually. They, the monks preserved a lot of culture. I, I don't want to sing all their praises because with the bad came the good and with the good came the bad. But um, a, a lot of them were responsible for, for, I think it was a monk who came up with the um, the seven-note um, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. I think that was a monk who came up with that. If I if I'm not mistaken, but the the uh-huh. monks actually you know they invented tennis if I if I remember correctly, and 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 I've heard the argument. Some people have argued against this, but I've heard the argument that the monks it was first the monks who really employed the scientific method. When when I mean they they were the monasteries at times were centers for learning. They were yeah. centers for science and and technology. I mean they they were they were really hustling and bustling places. These guys weren't sitting around you know smacking themselves in the face with their with their you know, Bible that has too many books in it. You know what I mean? Right. They're incredibly busy working. Yes. Um, but it's right. not, but not sweeping the floor right. and mopping. Yes. Right. Know, but like, I mean, like the other thing they were learned men, they were learned right. men. Now I haven't seen either of the movies that Luke's talking about, um, but I have seen some other movies that have portrayed monks or religion in certain ways that you seem to be describing. But I would say too, that, I mean, the thing is that a lot of these movies either, I mean, maybe the director or writers don't understand, or they just are doing terrible job at just at showing it. But like, you know, like, you know, the way in which, like, there's so much silence in a lot of these monasteries, right, yeah. too. Like, like that's portrayed as, like, a negative thing, right? Like, that's why people think it's boring, right? But there's right. so much of these people who are connected in such a way to Christ and, and what they believe, right, that they, like, that they desire that silence so they can be in communion with Jesus, right? Right. And so, like, but they don't get that across. Like, they don't get, like, the benefits of these types of things across as much as... Well, I, you know. I don't want to give too much spiritual benefit to the monks because the scholasticism that they, that they espoused... I, I think was damaging. I, I, um, I think it depends on what monks you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. I, I think mean, I wasn't necessarily saying that Roman Catholic monks, but I was just saying that like right. these portrayals. I, right? I actually so. would like to see a book about. I'm sure they're out there, but I'd love to see read a book about which ones were legitimate and what the monks contributed. Yeah. You know what, what what we got because of what the monks did. You know, so I, I mean, but the, but these but these movies that they portray these monks and it just looks terrible. I mean, Robin Hood, the latest one with uh, Russell Crowe. I shudder mm-hmm. to mention the name, but yeah, I turned it off. Uh, I turned it off. Need to talk you turned about it off. I turned it off within five minutes. I couldn't take. Oh, really? Yeah. Within five minutes. minutes. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, the my first gosh. battle scene when it opens up. Right, and, that was Ridley and, Scott, though. Yeah, right? and, and Richard yeah. the Lionhearted yeah. is just this drunk dude. I'm like, I'm out. No, no, no. From the very first words, they have a f- couple paragraphs. Yeah. Right, and and it, of that before the movie starts, even from there, I was at like, okay, I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> percent It's not going to take much to push me out of here, you know. Right. And so then yeah. the, the first battle scene, I'm like, I'm out. We got to yeah, yeah, and, and see, in that one, Firetuck was a drunk. Yeah, you know, right. that, that that's how they view the monks have not been portrayed positively in movies, from my understanding, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. It's either at best they're portrayed neutrally, most often negatively, as perverted, sex crazed, drunk, yeah. um, mor- morons. Yeah, you know, uh, religious freaks and yeah. But don't they know, also kind of have to portray them that way? I mean, if there is no, if there is no God, right? Like that that's the claim, right? That there is no God, then don't you kind of have to? Because what would possess yes, someone to live you, you their life to, that way? You, well, you have if there to, is no real connection to to our Lord, right? What would possess someone to live right, that way you, in a way that's you, honest you're and right. that's revering uh, to God, right? Right. You um, have to you have to portray them that way, and at the same time ignore their contributions to yeah. society. You have to, yeah, because it's not to, those kinds of people that contribute to society. No, I agree. These but sex I, I, I think people, right. Don't and do I, I, but you have to portray them that way because they have to be that way. And right? yes, I'm talking about you, Sigmund Freud. So anyway, because uh, I said that you know, um, sex crazed, sex crazed, drunk people do not contribute to society, and so I'm talking about Sigmund Freud. 
Um, he did not. <laughs> he did not contribute to society, and I'm, uh, I'm here to make that argument. Um, made it worse. Yeah, I, that's that's what I'm. I I, yeah. I believe you're right, Dove. I, I believe you're right. I actually do believe his mark made. Would the world be better worse. without that guy around? Absolutely. Honestly. Yes. I did, yeah. I, I I firmly believe that. Um, uh, okay, so anyway, those are our three little picks. We're going to move on now to the big ticket item, which was a very, very exciting movie, Dunkirk. Um, now, Dove has not seen it. Jeff has seen it. Uh, I've seen it, and, and Joey seen it ha- well. has yep. seen it. Um, Joey has got a lot to say. We're going to start with him, but let me give you we're a quick... We're going to start with me? All right, cool. Yeah, we're going to start with you. Let me give you a quick... Um, uh, actually, you know what? We started with you three little picks. Jeff, we're going to start with you on your thoughts on Dunkirk. Oh, okay, um, spotlight, my friend. Um, yeah. Uh, I wanna I wanna give a quick uh, synopsis of the movies that, uh, based on historical events. Pretty much, uh, the movie centers around several characters. Uh, it, it's split up into three segments that are that are uh, layered on top of one another. It's the sky, which is which is which is over a period of one hour. It's the uh, the sea, which is over a period of one week, and the land, which is over a period of one month, if I remember correctly. Uh, which is a very interesting way. I've never seen a movie done this way. Yeah, I know. You know and you it's have an to interesting remember interesting way of telling a story. Yes, it is. It yeah. is. And this is um, this is what's his face up to his old tricks again. Um, Christopher yeah, Nolan. Christopher Nolan. This is my boy. Yeah, un- Christopher un- Nolan. Untethered by a trilogy. You know, he's just like, well, I'm just going to make a movie. Well, un- also untethered by uh, Warner Bros., the production company. Okay. Too. You think they were holding him back? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Okay. Um, let me just say real quick, I love Honest Trailers, and they the last time I saw, they, they described Christopher Nolan as the Michael Bay for people who have read a book, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, is, which is really true. I love Honest Trailers. Those people at Screen Junkies, they're geniuses over there. Um, so... Uh, so it's uh, pretty much the uh, British and French retreat from Dunkirk, which is in northern France. I, I, I mean, who, who would have thought that, that yeah. a place called Dunkirk? I thought they were retreating from Ireland or Scotland, you know, where William Wallace is hanging out, you know, because they had Falkirk out there, you know. Yeah. So and, and so I was yeah, like, it sounds Dunkirk. Scottish, Irish. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know the Germans got that far north. But anyway, um, so they're they're retreating from a place called Dunkirk in in France, trying to get back to England. They're getting unbelievably frustrated as the Germans just keep pounding the, the ever-living out of them because they can't get enough boats to get the troops offshore. So the movie is centered around the tension as these troops are waiting to be shipped offshore. Now, this, of course, review is going to include spoilers. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of the things that we saw in the movie. And um, I, should, I should clarify, too, on that synopsis that it's primarily the British that are waiting. It's the British first who are waiting to get off of the island, and the French are kind of both fighting and also waiting to get off. Yes. But they seem to be behind yeah. the British. And so right. the, the primary, yeah, the primary yeah. idea is that we're trying, they're trying to get the British back to England um, before the Nazis get there. Right? That's right. Um, and then the French are maybe going to get off, too, but they don't even necessarily have a place to go because it's their own country. That's, that's their invaded, own country. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, um, so that's the synopsis. Uh, Jeff, go ahead. Tell us your thoughts of the movie. Um, I don't have much to say, but um, I mean, I really liked it, and uh, <clears throat> I really like how the the main character like didn't really say much of anything. That's true. Like he didn't. they they, you, they followed him throughout the movie, but he didn't say much, and I, I kind of really like that uh, because like he didn't need to say anything. That's just right. What, what was look what was happening, you know? Yeah, that's true. And uh, I just want to say that I love it when they make movies like so realistic about like w- like what happened to these people like you know he got on the you know when he went to the ship he find- I was like yeah we're getting off but then he- they got torpedo and they have to go back to shore again right, yeah I'm like like yeah. like I love it when movies make it realistic like that because mm-hmm. 
like people are like oh no you know that's so horrible you know how could that happen but it, you know you know what did happen that's that right. stuff happened that's right and it, it's horrible and that's, that's right. what war is and I, I really like how and same with like hacksaw ridge you know people people were like you know getting their limbs blown off and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that i i love it when it's that gory because that's actually what happened right you know that's true uh, yeah. So I like the movie in that aspect. So yeah, the, yeah, the, well, I, everything oh. everything is not battleship with Rihanna, you know, standing at the main helm, blowing the ever living out of you know aliens. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's real thing. Like you said well, before, I think that's really good art well, when the main character doesn't say much, but you know what he's yeah. thinking or what right. what's yeah, going right. on. Well, I think, I think well, I, I should, time, I maybe you're kinda, you're just you're just thinking of. I don't know, when I watch those movies, I'm always thinking to myself, what would I be doing in that situation? Would I be doing what he's doing? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, would, would, you know, would I feel the way he's feeling? And if I, if that's true, and I'm like, yeah, I'd feel that way, that's good storytelling. That is, yeah. that is really good well, storytelling. Yeah. And I, I'm going to cut in just for a second here and just to say, based off of what Jeff said, I, I think there is a place for war movies that are sort of very graphic in terms of their gore. I actually really appreciated this movie, though. Because I thought um, Nolan was able to communicate much of the horror of war without actually doing it. He did it with a PG-13 rating. Uh-huh. So there's there's violence, uh, yeah, but there's yeah. actually no blood, right? There's no, right. like, there's, there's like, very little blood. Right, there's but no, it's, like, it's really disturbing, though. Oh, it is, yes. right. But that's, what, I, that's what I'm sort of saying, too, is that I think, I don't know, to me, he's able to approach the movie in a way that I, I feel like most people don't have. Because, I mean, that was, I love Saving Private Ryan, don't get me wrong, but I right. mean, so right. much of Saving Private <laughs> Ryan was we want to show the harsh realities of war. Yeah. And, I mean, just that first scene on D-Day just, yeah. like, right. like, makes you yeah. sick watching it yeah, that's a, right. that was that, a I, I like i like stuff like that. well and i do i yeah. do too i mean i'm not disagreeing with you i think there's a place for it and i like it too but i initially i was like when i saw that this movie was going to be pg-13 i was like we're doing a world war ii movie oh, yeah. and it's PG-13. Right. Yeah. i was like what is this going to be i, I kind of doubted yeah. so i was like how are they going to be able to do this and oh do it well God, joey and i think he does doubted yeah no i know i doubted <laughs> doubted i was like, you doubter like, doubting I thomas like, how? and then i thought he did it i thought he did it really well yeah so. that's an astute observation actually I, I actually appreciated it. So, okay, um, you're going. Uh, it is possible. Yeah, it, it, it really <laughs> is. Um, so, Joey, okay, go ahead and continue with your thoughts on the okay. movie. All right. So, I also thought the movie was really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, one of the big things for me um, that I really appreciated. Uh, so, Jeff said that the main character doesn't really doesn't say much. There's not a ton of dialogue in the whole movie. No. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some conversations between certain characters. Ones talk more than others. I don't know that I'd say there's a real main character. So Jeff said that the main character, he's right. The one that we follow is the one um, on the beach. Every timeline has their main character. Right, exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. Dave, and, and our boy Tom Hardy is the air guy. Yeah. He's, yes. he's the he's and the so day. and yeah. that's and that's something that I really appreciated too. No, one was hour, um, one so hour. one hour, one day, one week. That's what. So it is. so Nolan. Um, he sort of adopts what I guess you would call like a postmodern way uh, of, of telling this story, right? And so Luke said that these things are layered on each other. But one of the big things, too, with the layers and the fact that the time of each one is, is bigger, right? Yeah, I, I said earlier, I think it said one one hour, one day, and one month, I think. Yeah. It's it's yeah. one hour, one day, and one week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Myself. yeah. Yes, one hour, one day, and one week. And specifically, the timeline jumps around at a point where – Certain things that initially you think are happening all at the same time are actually all happening at different times. Yes. Right, right, right. Because right. the timelines are extended. And because of that, I actually think that um, he's really able to accentuate the realities, the harsh realities of war in that particular way. Just because since there is no like real – I don't know. I, I Sometimes I think that we – 
cinema, I mean, Hollywood tends to glorify in kind of like everything. And so, and per, try and portray everything in positive lights. And yeah. I feel like, you know, and I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying that I think that like people who, who serve our country in that way, that they're not heroes, but this was very almost, um, I guess, neutral in some ways, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it felt like Nolan was really trying to portray these harsh realities in a way that was like less like, look at these heroes and more like, here are like a bunch, a, a big amalgam of characters, right? That you're sort of watching. Um, and some of them do really heroic things and some of them don't, right? Yeah, right. Like we have several yeah. characters um, who are really not heroic at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite parts is the fact that um, there's the scene, spoiler alert, but there's this scene where um, the the main character that we're following, um, he and another guy meet up with a group, right? Kind of right, like right. by Harry Styles. Yes. Um, and there's this scene where they, they decide to get in a ship that's been abandoned and um, and they're going to wait for the tide to come in and then the ship will float and then they're going to try and float across the, uh, what was it? The, um, what were they wait? What were they trying to get across the water? Uh, it's a canal. Like it's not a canal. Is it a strait? Yes. Yeah. And so, so they're trying to get across the strait, and so they're waiting. They're going to wait for the tide to come in, and then I guess some um, Germans decide to use the boat for for just for practice in mm-hmm. terms of shooting. Right. 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 So they start shooting holes in the boat. And and this is obviously freaking out everyone inside who's been waiting because yeah. now water's pouring into the boat um, and there's bullets coming through the mm-hmm. boat right because this I yeah. mean this boat is like made of tin and so they're just shooting through right. it um, and initially you know so what they're now deciding is like how do we plug the holes right who do, if we have to send somebody out of the boat to lower the amount of weight in the boat who do we send out. Um, and they turn on the only, f- they don't even know he's French, but they have a, a Frenchman in their midst and they turn immediately on him, right? Mm-hmm. These are supposed to be allies right. and yet they turn immediately on him. And one of the main people leading that, right, is, is Harry Styles' character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of like, he's kind of like, okay, through like half the movie. And then you kind of find out he's kind of a scumbag. Right. And again, it's, it's supposed to be like, what does war do to people? Right. Right. We have characters like Tom Hardy's character in the air who is willing to sacrifice himself. Right. He knows what's at stake and he's yeah. willing to sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. He's willing to potentially die, even though, um, even though, it, it, you know, even though he's going to potentially die, he's willing to stay out there and keep fighting. He has the ability to turn back to yeah. go in, right? right? But instead, he chooses to run out of gas, and and then, you know, eventually, um, he gets actually captured by the Germans at the end, right? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so he does he does all that willing. You know, he is heroic in mm-hmm. this movie, um, but there are other characters that just aren't, right? And so, and 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 I don't think Harry Styles is one of them, right? He's heroic for being out there, but he he really, you know, he's kind of awful and so that he wants to just throw this french guy out there to potentially just probably just get mowed down by germans right. for almost no reason because they're shooting plenty of holes in the ship and they'd right. have to get rid of a lot more people mm-hmm. um but he's at the helm of this and he actually goes so harry styles actually does make it back to england um and there's this really interesting scene where he's sitting in the train um and he expects people to just like hate, hate him. him. Yeah. He expects because right. he's feeling his own guilt, right? Right. Because the uh, the um, the French character actually does. He gets caught in the boat and he gets killed. Actually, mm-hmm. um, he does. They don't actually wind up sending him out, but then later on he he gets killed. Um, because the boat's sinking, their boat's sinking because it has so many holes in it, and he actually gets stuck, and no one's able to help him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. He dies, and and this and this Harry Styles character is feeling so much guilt because he hasn't contributed anything really to the war, right? right. Um, he's just stood on a beach um, that's being bombed on a regular basis, scared right. out of his mind. Yeah. And then the one chance he had to potentially be heroic, he kind of faltered, um, and so he feels all this guilt. And then as soon as he meets British civilians, you know they're all her- heralding him as a hero. Yeah. And so he, his, almost his mindset changes. He doesn't necessarily deserve it. 
but his mindset changes. And I just, I don't know, I really love that contrast, right? The fact that he, like, expects everyone to hate him, but nobody knows what he's done. Nobody knows he's over there. They just know that he, he potentially right. sacrificed his life to serve right. his country. And right. so that's what, but was he someone deserving of that honor? I, you know, you don't really know. So right. it doesn't yeah. seem like yeah. it. So, so I think that's really interesting. There's not much about that that gets portrayed in war movies, mm-hmm. right? This uh, The idea generally behind war movies is that, like, everyone deserves to be honored because right. they were there. Right. Um, and in some ways that's true, but I just, I don't know, I thought it was an interesting take. It was one of my favorite parts about the movie. I, I think, in my opinion, that had one of the best endings of any war movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You know, major spoiler here, but when when um, uh, when uh, Tom Hardy's character takes out that plane, mm-hmm. and, you know, because he's coasting around, yeah. that yeah. was probably one of the best endings almost to any movie I've ever seen. Because oh, no, I, like I, I stood up and like that. cheered. Yeah, that I know. Awesome. That was really... That was- that, that was, was epic. Yeah, that really was. That was it was a brilliant way to do it. I'm not sure if that's. I mean, you know what? I, and, and here's the thing. I actually believe yeah. that that kind of nonsense happened. Yeah. You know. Right. I, I, yeah. I totally, I, totally believe believe, I totally believe that an airplane can glide like that. Right. Yeah. Without, and and, and you know, you hear stories and you read these books about these people. You know, and you're like, there's way more wild stories out there like like oh, that yeah. th- than that. You know. And the thing was, it was a Hollywood ending without it being Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. It, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was. It was. It was all of the positive, but none of the negative of what Hollywood does. Yeah. Uh, Positive, happy, cool ending that could have well, actually. But happened. he also contrasts it because it's almost not happy, right? Because so what Luke's describing is there's this great scene where they're finally getting almost everyone off the beach, right? They didn't think it was going to happen, but people rally to get them off the beach, and then um, and uh, Kenneth Branagh um, is the like the leader of all of this, yeah. and he's yeah. just he's like crying, he's so happy that all these people have rallied to bring his troops right. off 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 the land, right, to get them back to safety, get them back to England, um, and then you, and the and the Germans um, have just been bombing them with planes, like incessantly, um, and and you know, as he's crying and as he's so excited here comes another plane, right, another bomb yeah, yeah. Yeah. and and now, not only are there troops, right, that are, are at in harm's way, but there are English citizens right. who have who have offered to come across the strait to bring right. these men home the channel, that I think are, is what yeah, they the were, channel, the that's channel. what they were Thank you. Channel. There were, yeah. uh, that are that have, that have volunteered to come, right? And now, now these are these are the people that the soldiers are supposed to be protecting, right? And now these are people who've put their lives on the line. And so, and so his his tears of excitement and joy just suddenly turned to horror, yeah, right? Because right. yeah. yeah. he's so worried that there are Germans that are just going to bomb civilians. Right. Um, it turns to horror. Um, and then, and then, just as you think, like the, the, you know, it's, it's about to turn really ugly. Um, Tom Hardy's character, who's a pilot who's run out of gas, he sort of is just gliding across as he's just ended, run out of gas, and he sh- and he just shoots this guy out of the sky, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a great scene. It's an yeah. insane scene. But then, you know, the movie really does end with the fact that he. He still needs to. He glides and he lands on the beach mm-hmm. and he lands in German territory and they capture him, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's part of what makes it not a Hollywood ending, right? Yes. Because a Hollywood ending would be like, oh yeah, he shoots the guy out of the sky and he's like, and he's cheering in his plane, right? And right. then he lands and he gets to go home and be with right. His family. See, and one thing I, lo- I think a lo- about that, I don't, I, I would, I would be surprised if there's anybody alive today who saw that film who went, oh please. You know when that part happened yeah. when he when he came out of, out of left field and shot that guy down. Went, oh, pff, are you kidding me? That's so dumb. I, I I think that that was such a beautiful, wonderful, amazing ending. Yeah. That any anyone watching that would, if they were being honest, would be like, wow, that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, was yeah, that not was... expected. I don't think anybody was expecting that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was a couple people out there who were, but that caught me totally by surprise, and it was just so well done. That I, I mean, I really did want to stand up and cheer. Yeah. That I was like, man, I I, I was proud to be yeah. an Englishman for Pete's sakes. You know what I mean? So I, another thing I wanted to address about this film, um, the, the amazing thing about this film 
was that there for every timeline there was a hero. Yeah. There was a hero for every timeline. For the for the week on the on the beach, mm-hmm. Kenneth Branagh was the hero. Uh, the main character wasn't necessarily the hero. You know, right? He, he was just surviving. He was. He was just, yeah. They yeah. were just trying yeah. to survive. You know, and and he, he was a hero in that he defended that Frenchman. Yeah. But the real hero was Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. And you knew that at the end because you know there's a difference between symbolism and imagery. Here. Yeah. I want to draw the distinction. Symbolism. Um, when you watch a movie like Inside Lewin Davis, mm-hmm. okay, lots of symbolism in that movie. That's a Coen Brothers film. I read a review, and this one guy was picking out all the symbolism. I was like, wow, actually, this makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Symbolism, symbolism, symbolism. But in this movie, there was imagery. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, amazing, wonderful imagery. The scene when they're pulling the last ship away, and Kenneth Branagh says, I'm going to stay and help the French out. You know, you didn't expect that. He's been such through touch, such torture that he says, I'm going to go the extra mile and, and save, stay here for the people who are not my countrymen. These yeah. are not my countrymen. I'm going to stay here. He has the chance to go home. He has a chance is, to go at home. At this point, all anybody wants. Yeah. You, you want him to go home. It's like, yeah, dude, go yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah. did your part, right? And he's like, I'm going to stay for the, I'm going to stay for the French. Yeah. And you're like, that's, first off, you're like, that's the kind of guy I want to be around. Yeah. And secondly, as they're pulling away, they look back up, and it's like kind of like the dawn, and you can see, or it's either the dawn or the evening, and you can see his background silhouetted against the horizon yeah. as they're pulling away. And the guy in the boat gives Kenneth Brownell a salute, and Kenneth Brownell kind of slowly gives a salute back, and all you see is a silhouette. And you're like, you know what? That's a hero. That's a freaking hero. I have not seen one of those in a long time in Hollywood. You know, it's yeah. been such a long time since I've seen a hero like that. Yeah. The imagery of a hero, there he is by himself. It's just a silhouette, and you're just yeah. like, "Wow, that's a hero." Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they 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 glorified the heroism of of some people during World War II, which is politically incorrect because you can't you cannot portray European white males positively in Hollywood anymore. It's politically incorrect. And it, it, while while it's not officially out the door, it's 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 on some level it's politically incorrect. And they showed three heroes in this movie. Tom Hardy, who was up in the air, he was the hero. Um, the other hero on the on the sea was the father, who was who was yeah, driving yeah, the yeah. boat, whose yeah. son was like, you know, we we got to leave this pilot, and he gets all emotional. He says, No, what we we got to go out there because he he might still be alive. Yeah. That's a hero, yeah. you know. And yeah. you get this image of your head of this determined man in this little boat, just trying to get out there and save some lives. Yeah. You know, and and the way that they portrayed that image was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think um, too, Luke. Um, you were just talking about a movie um, or movies that really don't honor sacrifices that people make, right? And yes. portrayed yeah, in neutral ways. Say, yeah, yeah. This does the exact opposite. I yes. think that's part of the reason that's why true. we like it so Every, much, yes. right? Because there are there are characters, right? I mean, the, there's always this idea that right, like 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 the Germans or the Nazis are always the bad guys, and everybody else is a good guy, right? The Allies are all good guys, right? But this movie really kind of plays with that, right? Because mm-hmm. we see some people act in some really horrible ways, yeah. And we understand that war is a horrible thing, right? right. And they're in they're in uh-huh. situations where their their life is on the line. Mm-hmm. But but even when that's the case, there are those willing to make sacrifices, right? Yes. Kenneth Branagh is willing to stay for the French, even right. though everybody else is like, forget the French, right. we're getting. <laughs> out of here right yeah, yeah. Um, and they're I mean the French are almost treated as like these just like inferior race at some point right? Right. like like you guys are inferior we're English we came to help you now it's not working out for us we're leaving by you're gonna yeah, die I, even yeah. though those they're supposed to be allies Kenneth Branagh right he makes that sacrifice 
Um, the the father, I mean, the father and the son both on the boat. They're making sacrifices, but right. you're right. The son at some that, point tries to be smart, right. and the father's like, "No, we're going. Yeah, we're saving." Right. Right? right? They're making a sacrifice. Unfortunately, the poor boy that goes with yeah. them, right? Yeah, right? He makes a sacrifice. He goes out there because he wants to help. Right. He wants to be a part of something bigger than himself, and he actually dies. Right. Um, and yeah. then the um, and then obviously, uh, I think honestly, I don't really think that there's a bad character in the air. Um, right, we right. see three men go up. Right. One of them just seems to get yeah, like he, off. To, yeah. Like well, we don't even see it. Yeah, we'll but then um, the one pilot um, gets shot down, but he doesn't do anything like not heroic. Right. He's right. up there as much as he can be. He gets shot down. Right. And then he depends on somebody else to save him. Right. Right. Um, but he, and then even even once he gets saved, right, he almost he legitimately almost dies. He right. gets saved and then immediately he starts helping. Right. He gets saved by the father on the boat. Mm-hmm. He immediately starts helping. Right. Um, and so so there are these men that are like willing to almost you know sort of transcend out of their situation yes and then there yeah. are men that are willing to sort of like not you know and that's where we get like harry styles character and some of these some other characters too um right. the character um cillian murphy plays yeah. another character who's just been he's just so afraid yes um he's actually he's yeah, an yeah, ally yeah. he's an english soldier right and he actually accidentally is the one that kills the kid on the boat right, yeah. um, right, right. just purely because of his fear right right, right. um and so it's this it's this kind of like cool dichotomy that he creates yeah. where right where because right. the the germans are the enemy in this movie but we actually don't really see a german no i don't even know if we see one german's face no we see a few bodies at the end that are seemingly picking up tom hardy right, right. but we don't right. we don't even see a german face and there's sort of like and so they are the we there's some shooting that goes on but we don't ever see them shooting right they're barely there right, right? and mm-hmm. so the enemies the the good guys and the bad guys in this they're 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 all in the allies, right? Yeah. Which is which is weird. Which yeah. is weird for a movie to portray, right? right. But it's it's really interesting, right, yeah, it and did, I think it really yeah. tries to honor those the people who are willing to make sacrifices in dire situations. Yeah, I was um, just, yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say that yeah, every like hero sacrificed something like yeah. seriously. Yeah. yeah, I just want to say uh, that when the father went out, he, he was another sacrifice was he went uh, went out in enemy territory where there were like U boats around yeah. and yeah. everything like. That's that's scary. Right. Yeah, that's that's it, true. And and I think one thing that they um ra- wrapping up the segment here. Uh one thing that they did very well uh was they really communicated that the, the like, you know, every little bit helps. You know, um oh, when, yeah, when they yeah. got on the boat, all these there's a lot of little boats, and you're like how are we going to get all these people out of here with these little yeah. boats? But every little boat helped. And and yeah. and you know, it it kind of uh, you know, I I thought I thought about 9/11 actually when I was watching. I was like, you know, there were firemen and there were people out there Doing these little things that just meant so much to people, yeah. you know, it, you know, bringing a boat across the channel, even though it's a little boat, seems like a little thing, but it was so huge. Yeah. It just, it just mattered so much to these people, and you could yeah. tell it just mattered a lot. Every and when, when you when all the boats came up to the shore, you got this feeling like, you know what? If one boat stayed back, somebody would have lost a life or yeah. something. Every single boat counted. Yeah. You got that really. They got that feeling that you know, like every little bit helps. And I think that was very well done by Christopher. Just an unbelievably well done film by Christopher Nolan. Um, I'm so glad this came out after watching that horrible movie Fury, which was a philosophical nightmare. It was a, a disaster of an action film and, and, and an embarrassment to watch. I'm so ashamed of that movie um, Fury, the one about the tank with uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. And um, Shia LaBeouf, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, what, what they 
positively, uh, weirdly, positively portrayed a Christian. Yeah. But even still, the bleakness of that movie yeah. kind of overwashed that and didn't give it the uh, the attention that it deserved. Well, and I know you want to wrap this up. Just one last thought from mm-hmm. me, um, yeah. kind of to go off that too, right? You're you're talking about the. I didn't see Fury. I mm-hmm. kind of kind of thought it wasn't going to be good from the get go. Right. Um, and we weren't doing suicide watches at that point. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so um, he so to talk about the bleakness there, I think I, and one of the biggest themes I got out of I got out of Dunkirk too is that um for those for those of us willing to press on in the face of utter fear right Mm -hmm. like those who act on their fear in this movie Mm -hmm. those who act on this just pure survival instinct are the ones that act poorly and the ones willing to press on right the father in the boat you know they expect to go there and maybe save they're probably expecting to pick up like a couple people and go back and you know they're just hoping that you know each life matters but ultimately they get they're out in the middle of this of this channel and a boat sinks and all these men pour out of it right right. and they pick every single one of them up yeah. if they yeah. hadn't pressed on even right. the fact that you know i mean the the his son speaks speaks logic right speaks reason we should right. really turn back dad i don't right. think th- this is meant for us right right, right. but if right. they had not in the sight of that fear in the sight of that logic said we ha- we have to do this right. it's our moral obligation, moral obligation to, yeah. to help these men right mm-hmm. to help our countrymen to help our fellow humans right if they hadn't just decided to do that um so many more lives would have been lost right, right? um and that's the case for every single one of the good characters our heroes yes. are the men yeah. who say in the sight of fear I have an obligation and right. I still have to do it I have to do what's right despite the fact that it could cost me my life every, every hero yeah, yeah. Um, the, the objective standard of a hero uh, there is an objective standard every culture has their definition of a hero but they can all be weighed against one person that's Jesus Christ every hero can be weighed against Jesus Christ every hero points back to him and you see with these people the sacrifices that they made ultimately points back to what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross, which was way more than what uh, any single one of these people did. And, and that, that to me is a very, uh, a very amazing thought that, you know, when I, when I saw Kenneth Branagh and I saw him salute against the silhouette yeah. and I was like, there, that, that's a great man right yeah. there. You know, that's a brave man, a great man. And, I, and, and it, what it, what it should do is point me to Christ and say, you know, Christ did even more than that for me and for, for the whole world, mm-hmm. frankly, uh, for, for all of his children. So every hero mm-hmm. points back to Christ, and I think you saw some awesome, amazing uh, Christian uh, Christian themes in this film about self-sacrifice and, yeah. and the importance it means to people who don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. So yeah. that's Dunkirk. Wholeheartedly recommend this film. Uh, wonderful film by Christopher Nolan. Well done acting. Well done storyline. Uh, the soundtrack a couple times was just instruments playing over like 10 minutes of one note. You know what I mean? But it, it helped. Oh, yeah, it added. Yeah. It added. I um, did. I did. I kind of. I kind of missed the themes that we used to have back in the day. When oh, when you hear the theme, oh, I know what soundtrack this is. It has a yeah. theme. You know, uh, I, I didn't really notice the theme for this one. I'm not going to bust on the soundtrack too much. Yeah, Luke. Uh, Luke really kind of was upset about the fact that there weren't like the heroic uh, themes in, in you know the normal war themes. But I really appreciated the fact. I I just really appreciated the way. Um, he did the soundtrack. There's not a ton of music in it, but there are like these really dissonant uh, yeah. uh, sounds that really sort of generate in you the sort of fear that right. they might have been feeling. Right, right. right. It, um, and I mean, I saw an IMAX yeah. too, so maybe that was why it was more effective because yeah. the soundtrack in there just like glows in your ears, right? That's true. And so, and so, just like, just like every time this like dissonant chord is being played while horrible just, things are happening, yeah. I was just like, "This <laughs> is awful! Oh my god, get out of there!" <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so moving on uh, to our lists. Okay. Now, again, I, I said I'm going to start this one. Let me preface it real quick. Yep. Uh, we did uh, three top three of the most versatile slash um, uh, 
multifaceted actors out there and actresses. Um, and, and let me start off by saying this before I give my list, okay? There, there are three factors that I, that I have to take into consideration when I'm thinking about a multifaceted character, or a versatile actor. Uh, one is the range, the range of characters that he plays. Is he playing the same person over and over again like John Wayne? I mean, not the biggest range of characters that played there. He's kind of, uh, kind of being himself just in different characters. Uh, so how how far are we doing? Uh, how far are we going across the spectrum of characters? Um, you know, are you acting in old films? Are you acting in period pieces? Are you acting in sci-fi's? Are you acting in you know? Or is there is there a genre that you're not going to touch? Uh, so that's one thing. Second thing is accents. I, I, I have to consider accents. Yep. How well does this person do an accent? Uh, uh, you know, uh, let's talk about, you know, Tom Hanks. One reason on my list, he doesn't really do accents, you know, okay. so yeah. points off points off for me. If, 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 if that hinders you as an actor, um, your ability to step into a role is, is, is greatly depreciated because you can there are so many actors out there who don't do accents well. That's and it, right. It ruins right. the movie. It, 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 even if it doesn't ruin the movie, it ruins that character. It ru- it, right. It, it, exactly. Um, and so, it throws you out of the movie. There's so. some people who can get away with it. Um, but the third thing I, I consider, um, I, re- I went in reverse order of importance. The most important thing is wide range of characters. Second thing is accents. The third thing is, 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 is weight gain and loss. You know, some people put on muscle. Oh, some I think people I know where take you're going it off. With this. Yeah, you're right. Some people, you know, th- this tells me that you're so willing to change for this character, you can only be a versatile person if you can mm-hmm. do this thing. Okay. So, those are the three factors that I consider when you're talking about a versatile and multifaceted character. Well, if you throw in, if you throw in weight loss, that narrows it down to about maybe two. Well, well, uh, see, and, and <laughs> yeah, I kind of think you, we you might have right, but, 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 but that's the thing. You know, we struggle to come up with our top three. But you yeah. know what? The weight gain and losses actually, for me, kind of put some, some people over the top and said, you know what? Oh, sure, this yeah. kind of differentiated. They're in the class all their own. If well, yeah, but go that's that what we had, that like was that. the question we had to ask. What puts people over the top? That's right. Because I, I had to ask myself that question so many times. That's right. Hmm. So okay, so here I go. Uh, I'm going to start off with an honorable mention. Okay. How many honorable mentions are we allowed? 17? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I'm, for the sake of time, I'm not saying any of them. Right. right. I'm, not, I'm not even going to go there. It's just right. uh, it's, uh, for it's, me. For me. I'm much. not going in there. It's too much. The, the thing is. I'm going to go there. Um, but yeah. not, not, not <laughs> 17. Joe, you have 20 of them. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. Uh, my one honorable mention. Uh, I'm going to say this. Jude Law. He's my honorable mention. Okay. Jude Law is my honorable mention because he, go, he does the accents. He does, he, to me, he doesn't do the weight gain loss, but he does the accents you know, um, he was in Cold Mountain where he did Southern accent. This is a guy. This is a, a British guy. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, in my opinion, the most versatile actors are all British. Yeah. Oh. The, the British oh. people win. The, the, wow. the, the best actors are British, even though I think IMDb, I think uh, historically speaking, uh, Italian actors are, are very good. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Um, uh, they they didn't make uh, it very Marlon high on my list actually. Um, yeah, it's it's understandable. Um, but, but those people aren't very versatile. They play the same character. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Except, That's what I mean. Except yeah. Robert De Niro, who actually branches out a lot. Yeah, he does. Head. He does branch out a lot. Um, he was the one who got not necessarily highest. Al Pacino. Um, but here's the thing. <laughs> uh, Jude Law. Uh, he also did um, um one of me and Dove's favorite movies to quote and watch is um Road of Perdition. He did a Chicago accent. You know, and that to me, when I look at somebody who's from a different country and they're doing. Like with, with the exception of Canada, but if you're Australian and or British and you're doing a Chicago accent, that is to me is incredible. That's unbelievable to me. And also his variety of actors is is uh, is of roles is is huge. Uh, Jude Law seems to really um, very well fit into whatever kind of genre you throw him. There's no genre okay. that he won't touch. Yep. So that's my honorable mention. 
So my number three most versatile actors, um, I have to say Christian Bale. Christian Bale at number three. Christian wow. Number three. I ex- I, based on your criteria, I expected him to be higher up. Um, Christian Bale. I mean, he that's does. Right, he did. He did the weight loss thing. He does the weight loss. He does the, the weight loss thing. Probably the best. Probably the big. Probably the best. Probably the best. Weight gain. He does the accents and he does the he wide does. range of characters. You know. Uh, um, okay. Um, not Alfred. the widest. That's why not he's number the three. Yeah, that's why he's number three. three yeah. okay. Best accent ever. Alfred. Probably the worst one, but that's okay. Where is she? Where's Rachel? Where is Rachel? Is it Invisalign braces? <laughs> anyway, so uh, Christian Bale is number three because he fits the three criteria. He doesn't own the three criteria as my number one guy does. Um, number two, I'm going to go with one that probably I don't know if anybody has on their list. All right. But this guy, uh, I think surprise, the mark surprise. of a versatile actor is somebody who uh, one mark of a versatile actor is somebody who you don't notice because you don't recognize him from other films. Mm-hmm. This guy fits into his role so well that you're like, who is that guy? I've never seen him before. Oh, he's in this film. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was this guy. Okay. Oh my goodness, he's changed completely. I would have never recognized him. Stephen Root, number two. Who? Stephen Root. I don't know who that is. Stephen Root is is most people is know him as Milton from Office Space. Oh, that guy. Really? Yes. That's your number two. That's my number two. He was also in uh, Old Brother Where Art Thou as the blind uh, DJ. <laughs> ah, him, 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 him. That guy. He he radically. I had cinema number two because. Um, I, 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 he doesn't own the accents as much as like Christian Bale, but the thing is, his his range is radically different. He is a radically different actor. His whole persona changes that I don't even recognize the man when I see him in a different role. Um, wow. he, he was also in uh, No Country for Old Men. Um, he's in lots of other films, but I, yeah, I don't recognize him half the time. Yeah, he's a B actor. He's a B actor. He's yes. a, well, he's an A actor that plays B roles. That's right. You're, you're, what right. you're saying yeah, is what I'm is what I'm saying. That's I think to me that's a mark of versatile actors when you they change so much that you don't recognize them when you see them again. Right. And Stephen Root to me is does that very well. Does that amazingly well. Number one, who fits all three categories. Steve Blue. He's allowed to listen to headphones from 7 to 11 in the morning. I don't see why I can listen to my radio at a reasonable volume. <laughs> he, he, he's a genius. Steve he is Rick. good. He's, he's amazing. Um, so number, number. Um, see, the thing is, he doesn't, to me, he does the best at changing roles. He doesn't do the weight gain or loss, and he doesn't do the accents as much. But to me, he's the most radically different Here we go. that, that I it? see. Uh, so so um, that, that, was, that was about what I just said was about Stephen Root. Okay. Oh, okay. Number one oh, okay. is kind of like the king in all three categories, almost. Okay. He, he's just like a, a, a 9.5 out of 10 in all three categories. And I know he's going to be... I know he's going to be on <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's going to be. Hey, I know he is. He's got to be, he's gotta be uh, on your list. I don't think so. I don't think so. Tom Hardy, number one. Most what? Tom Hardy? Hardy? No. Hardy. What? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Tom Hardy. He, wow, he's your number one. He fits, he fits no, he's not on me. I don't even think I put him as an honorable mention. He, he fits all three categories. Even though I love I Tom can't Hardy. Believe, I can't believe he's not on there. He fits all three categories. Radical role changes, the weight loss and gain, the accents. He, there's no role that that guy cannot play. He he's been his his range from from a a a, a, a whiskey hustling guy in uh, Outlaws or Outlawed or whatever that is, mm-hmm. um, to the smooth talking British man in uh, what's it called um, uh, Inception, yeah, to the radical role change, completely stepped out of everything he knew to play Fitzgerald. That that's after seeing yeah. that Fitz. role. After seeing that role, I was like, wow. This guy is one of the greatest actors I've ever seen, 
But also, each role that he plays, to me, seems fundamentally different from the last role. So he yeah, fits to me all three categories, weight loss and gain, accents, and the radical range, the spectrum of roles that he's willing to play. What, 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 is, what role does that guy play that is not good? Okay. No, no. Every movie he's been in has been good. Yes. I mean, I don't think there is a movie that he's been in that's, that you're like. Some I haven't seen. I haven't seen that one where he's the twin. You know. Oh what? yeah, that one's I have good, not yeah. seen that one. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's another movie I think I haven't seen. But I mentioned this to you. Though, it was a two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. I said I, there is no movie where to, if I, I know that if Tom Hardy's in it, it's good. Right, that's true. And he, right. and he yeah, yeah, might yeah, right. be the only actor I can say that about. Right. Honestly, oh that's no, right. not the all right. I've got some actors for you. <laughs> Now, listen, I, I kept a lot of honorable mentions out for time's sake, but um, I, 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 to me, those were my, my top three, arguably four. I had to throw Jude Law in there. Um, but uh, I'm not saying – I don't know if I want to make this subjective, but to me, from the, the criteria that I, that I had to define what the most versatile was, weight, cha- uh, weight, weight difference, accent, um, and uh, spectrum of roles, Tom Hardy, to me, is absolutely – uh, the best in all three. Uh, I mean, when you take all three into consideration, Tom Hardy's the best. Dove, you're next. Wow. That's quite a list. Um, yeah, I'm not going to even get, get into well, I had honorable mentions on top of honorable mentions on top of lists, and then <laughs> I just broke those down to another list, which I then broke down to another list. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? I need some type of category. I, I need something to kind of funnel these people because, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so I, I, I preface these with a couple of things. So these... The, the p- ones I picked as far as uh, dudes are ones that I personally, too, thought were really great. Okay. And that may change the total list of who actually is the greatest. Mm-hmm. But I thought as far as versatility and ones that I really enjoyed. Um, another thing was uh, I picked two people that you may not think would be multifaceted but are. Mm-hmm. And they probably you probably want to think of them much. You You're going to be able to justify you know, Stephen Root. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I mean, very similar to that. Mm-hmm. So it's people that I really liked that definitely are multifaceted and even fit some of those categories too that maybe you might not think would be mm-hmm. on these lists. Okay? And I'm also going to give – I could have picked some other ones, but I wanted to give some love to the ladies. Okay. I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick a lady. I was like, I know you, all you – sausages out here are probably going to pick a bunch of dudes. No, I actually, I'm actually the lady? same way. I have okay. a lady. I do. Cool. So I'm going to, I picked, I, I picked a lady too that I thought isn't my most, I'll start with her. Isn't my most favorite in the world. Um, but do you think she's, but the I think most she's versatile? really, really versatile as far as ladies go. Now mm-hmm. I think there is a difference between versatile ladies and versatile guys. Mm-hmm. I think you have much wider spectrum with dudes. They, they're just, mm-hmm. I don't well, know. You also they're, have to they're, think they're, they're, they're nuts or they're, I don't know, super conservative, you know, where ladies are more some uh, kind of nuts, kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to describe that. But well, I think um, too, I think too, you, like you can't keep, you can't really put the whole weight thing in there for, for ladies. Right. Because like there's an expectation right. in Hollywood a lot of times. And so like, there's generally like, there's not roles where a lot of times we don't say like, all right, we're going to hire you for this role. We want you to like be really heavy. Right. Like a lot of times it just doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, so, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen. It's, it's like Christian it Bale, right? Like I can't believe, I can't believe Christian Bale wasn't even mentioned, but anyway, um, Christian Bale, right? Like he's, I mean, he's Christian a, Bale wasn't mentioned. I said him as number three. Oh, you just say him as number three. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, but anyway, um, but Christian Bale, like he, like American hustle, like 
He just he, like like most of the time yeah. he either gets beefed up or he gets really skinny. Uh-huh. But American Hustle, he put on like two hundred pounds of just fat. Like he was just supposed <laughs> to be a fat character. Yeah. And so like, but like generally, like they don't ever yeah. say to do like women. It's not a requirement for right. a role. Yeah, so. Matthew McConaughey yeah, put yeah. on some weight and, and looked ugly in uh, that movie Gold. Too. Yeah, he just looks yeah, nasty, yeah, horrible comb. You know, and then that oh, kind of tells did. you. That's right. It kind of tells you too. You're like you're like people people that are quote unquote ugly can not be ugly like right, they right. can go out there and work on themselves that's and right. actually not mm-hmm. be ugly and you right. think they're really ugly you can that's do right. that right. women too that's but anyway right. i think this lady is extremely multifaceted in a lot of ways I'm excited to hear so you. i'm gonna my pick was charlize theron hmm. hey and it might be theron is it theron or theron? The, i always, I don't I always know. pronounce it theron that's so did i but i heard other people but anyway I think she's incredibly now. I'm not like a huge wow. She's in this movie. Yeah, right. I want to see it now. Like Tom Hardy. If you Tom did, Hardy's in a movie. I'm like, I gotta see it. Right. But 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 uh, you're just trying to recognize. Just trying to right. I'm recognize like I. She's played everybody from you know. Um, she's gone. What was that movie? That that one where she was ugly. Monster. Monster. She's yeah. gone from like the serial killer. Yeah. She's played the the super chick. She's yeah. played yeah. Uh, the housewife. She's played yeah. the housewife. No, she, she's played a ton of really she's good roles, right? A lot like of Monster, she was really good in. She was able kinds. to hold her own against like Mark Wahlberg and uh, um, Jason Statham, right? With a uh, um, Italian job, right? right. I mean, right. to me, like right, right, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, those guys those are like swaggy, really big and macho, swaggy, like just some of the best yeah. action guys, right? right? And right. so, like, but Without she was able over to, the top, right? But she was um, able to hold her own against them. She was, I mean, she's been in a ton of really good stuff. I think something that made me think of her. Oh, here we go. Something made me think of her like that because the role I did like her in was a Furiosa in. Um, yeah, I was in just about to say she was really good in. Oh yeah, she no, I know. Yeah, that. Max she was. Too, a, yeah. she was a, and, and here's the definition of a good super chick: not annoying. Yeah, exactly. Right? If you don't, if you're not annoying. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna <laughs> be your a fine. You're super, yeah. That's it. That's really it. Yeah. You just don't be annoying. Well, I was gonna you know, say too. A, not necessarily to good movies, but like right. Huntress, like uh, the. I mean, not really good movies, but like she plays um, the evil queen right. in, in fantasy, Huntress. And yeah, fantasy. She does a great job uh, in that. So you saw fan- that movie? Yeah. I'm disappointed in you. Fantasies, <laughs> sci-fi, hey, <man. laughs> anything, westerns. I'm just joking. Uh, I know. I know. Uh, chick flicks. You, you, you name it, she can play it. Right, that's true. You name that's it, she true. can she, play. She, she and really she, she's incredibly multifaceted. I think true. she's yeah, underrated. Think she, she's on uh, my. She's on my. Um, she was well. She was going to be. I won't mention her now, but she was going to be on my. Like, yeah. my list of not my top three, but my uh, honorable mentions. mentions yeah, yeah mentions. I, I also did an honorable mention. I did a Jennifer Lawrence well, as a, an honorable mention too on Jennifer, the ladies. Okay, that's I think she's really multifaceted. Jennifer um, Lawrence. I really do. Yeah, I, I think she's too new to say. Like we'll see her career. Let's see how it pans out because she's well, she's only done like what ten movies now. Oh, that's ish. Anyway, uh, more, okay, than so, more than that. Anyway, but so Charlie, actually, Sarah, I, I can see where you're I can see where you're coming from on the multifaceted yeah. with Jennifer. And Charlie Saren, well, so. she'll shave her head. She'll get whatever. Yeah. It, you know, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, she'll, she'll do whatever, man. Right. Uh, right. So she's good. So anyway, on to the dudes. Um, this was a little bit older one, I but one of my faves, Richard Harris. Richard Harris. Um, even from going back to Molly Molly Maguire's mm-hmm. to and these are the movies I was thinking of Molly Maguire's where he plays the 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 cop and he just does he does each of his roles Detective. so stinking well he does do yeah. they're just so well well done yes. to Cromwell which yes. he just did so good yeah that's true and so he played those roles and he played um, Emperor whoever Marcus Aurelius yeah, right. Dumbledore yeah. and just and to Dumbledore I was like I was like there is no there's nobody on the planet living right now that could equal that dump that was the book Dumbledore yeah no it was right. yeah. he was perfect 
No, he was. Right. And it's I like was like, she wrote guy, it for him. Yeah, yeah it was like, really? You know, right. and, and so I was like, there's only one person in the world that can pull off this role. Yeah. And no one else could do it as well <clears> as And Michael guy. Gambin was no, not it. No one, no one could. <laughs> yeah, Gamma wasn't it. You know, they talk about Christopher Lee playing Dumbledore. I, I would have liked to see Christopher Lee do it. Right. But there's it no have been one terrible, else. But it there is have been absolutely the nobody else that could play Dumbledore like yeah. that. Christopher yeah. Lee is Saruman, and that's it. And so he, he to me, <laughs> R.I.P. And that was part of it because because he was Dumbledore like that. I thought, you know what? There's no one else that could play it like him. Yeah. He he deserves to be on the top list for yeah. me. Richard Harris is not one that came to my mind, but that's a great one. I. He's another one I would mull he's over awesome. for a long time. Right. He's yeah. another actor that any movie he's in, man. I'm yeah. going, this is going to be any movie. Uh, I know, but I, I, I got to, again, bring the distinction here between who's a really good actor and who's a multifaceted actor here. We can't say our favorite actors because I, I, Richard Harris is one of my favorite. He's multifaceted. I'm not saying he's not multifaceted, but I'm just trying to draw, again, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to turn this into our favorite actors. Now, I will say this. Our favorite actors might actually be the most multifaceted actors. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for number right. one, I'm going to uh, guess. Hold on, before oh, before you're Jeff not going to guess it, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> guess no, it. no, I am. I am. You ready? You ready? You're not going to guess. All right, it. for oh, number ahead, one, it. there's no way. Again. Doves. Number one is Chris Pratt. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Oh, uh, no, he no. plays one character, I mean, and that's it. Well, I do want to say no. though, in, in Parks and Rec, you've seen all seen Parks and yeah, Rec. Yeah, he was kind of like he was kind of fat. That's you true. know, he, you know, he wasn't no, in best shape. No, there's, there's there's all, see, the yeah. thing is, we're arguing, <laughs> about, the arguing about Chris Pratt is that he's trying to break out of Andy Dwyer, and Dove is of the opinion that he is not. He still is. Okay, I know. I understand. I, he's still goofy. Until he proves otherwise, yeah. he can't really do it. He's got to be goofy, but which I'm cool with. I'm totally. Like, he's right. he's really good at that. Right. You know, but I think he's going to be somebody who stays in that. Right. He had a chance to get out of it, but he failed. So. No. Okay, and this isn't. You know what? These aren't really in order. I shouldn't have kind of like. Anyway, they're these, not. These three, oh, not, not necessarily. Okay. Right, but okay. here's one. Uh, I, I think. I think that, so far. Well, I know that sense. Richard Harris is one of your favorite actors. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he is. Um, That's a good. Right. Yeah, yeah, these are. I think multi. Yeah, but I think multifaceted. I understand what you were saying about right. not wanting to be favorites, but right. Richard Harris makes sense for multifaceted. That's true. He, of yeah, course, he, he does. Yeah. Of course, he does. That's why he's on my list. Anyway. Okay. Okay. He was also in the Patriot. As well as the Irishman. He was the head of the, uh, who was one of the chapter Patriot leaders. Games. Oh. Patriot Games. Sorry, Patriot Games. Um, yeah, it was Irish uh, IRA leader. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, one yeah. of the okay. chapter leaders of the IRA. Yeah. yeah he's ahead. awesome. Man. And he was, he was so cool, too. What's the other Harris? Oh, Ed Harris is an honorable mention, Ed Harris. Too. He's good. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, um, here's the one. I don't know. You guys might. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I really like this one because it might, it might spark some conversation. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Hmm. Kurt Russell. Okay, yeah. yeah. Justify. <laughs> okay, now when, remember, as far as multifaceted, and I I love Kurt Russell. Right. I think uh, the movies that he's in, I really like. Mm-hmm. And so, as far as multifaceted goes, believe it or not, he was part of the whole um, action yes. genre yeah. back Escape in what LA, you say nineties, yeah. yeah, with. Arnold and with these yeah. guys that were part of that with Von Dom, Arnold, all these guys. So he he played the role back then mm-hmm. of beefed up action star. I think probably the best actor to come out of that with the exception maybe of Bruce Willis. Like I'm talking about like talented actor. Ta- oh, possibly. Yeah. yeah. But he he was that person. He was the beefed up, he was super ripped mm-hmm. and he would do all these action things and action stunts. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, and he actually acted in a movie called Soldier, which was a movie where yes. now it's not that well known. 
Like yeah. I said, these people aren't necessarily people you'd think are multi-fans, but that was a that was a really good acting job mm-hmm. by him in the, in an action yeah. type of role. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he went through that, and then he came through that, mm-hmm. and now he acts more in like some westerns and stuff like that. But as far as accents go and roles, he crushed it in the movie Miracle. Mm-hmm. He killed it as Coach Herb Brooks, and when when when. I saw that, and well, that was after his dude, like, like I don't know what you call these movies, like, like, um, uh, what's the one with Harrison Ford on the plane? Air Force One. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. kind of these those types of movies. Mm-hmm. He kind of came through that, too, with Executive Decision and the movie where he broke the breakdown on the road, yeah. where he's a, a husband of a wife, you know, yeah, and he's yeah. desperate. And he came through that and did Miracle after that. Yeah. Miracle's and he really killed good. it. His movie. accent was perfect. Yeah. He came off as this hockey coach. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is a that is an impressive repertoire of yeah. of of yeah, all these different roles, all these different things. Killed the accent as yeah. far as a Canadian accent, which yeah. no one can do. Right. Um, and then came, and now he's more into now he's doing different roles. He's done comedies, um, and right. now he's more like I don't know. You see him in a lot of westerns now. He's something Quentin too. He has that western look kind of. Yeah, to he him. does. He does. Um, but he's he's one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. But I don't just think he's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, he's incredibly multifaceted. Yeah, multifaceted. And he whatever you give him to do, he can do. Mm-hmm. So there you All go, right, okay. Kurt Russell. There you go. There's your list. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Joseph. Okay. <clears throat> um. So in, I think instead of doing lots of um, honorable mentions. I'm going to cheat a little bit here, and I'm going to say there's there are two tied for number three. Okay, for number three. Sure right? thing. That's okay. Good. I know who one of All them right. is. Who is it? Guess. Bob uh, Bill the Butcher. Uh-huh. What's his name? Is what's his oh name? Daniel Day Lewis? Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, one I of them. mean the fact that uh, the fact he's not on either of your lists is a disgrace. See, so I told you. I told you. Daniel Day Lewis as well. Okay, so anyway, so I guess I'll start from the bottom then. Dove just ruined my number one. Oh, yes. oh, oh, oh dude, oh, I really, I'm goodness. sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that's Daniel Day Lewis has to be has to be everyone's number one. <laughs> I mean, Luke was talking about people you don't recognize. Oh, the only person oh, I've never, I've not recognized in certain films I has sure. been Daniel Day Lewis. I've been like, wow, who's that guy? This is such <laughs> amazing acting. Oh, it's Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> I ruined it. I ruined it. The only th- to me the oh. only thing to me the only thing that Daniel Day Lewis has not done as credibly is he's ne- I don't know that he's ever like uproariously made me laugh the way like some like versatile actors. Yes. That was a big thing for me. Can an actor make me like on one hand can an actor make me laugh That's like really loud and then good. make me cry, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. Daniel Day Lewis can make me cry. Mm-hmm. He can make me hate him. I don't know that he's done. I don't. I, maybe I've missed some of his films, but I don't know that he's ever made me just like like gut bust laughing. So, but maybe I mean the other thing too is those movies aren't always as serious. And this boy takes like four or five years to make one movie because he like becomes that person for three years. So anyway, that was my number one. Yes. All right. Now I'm gonna go back to number three. All right. We're gonna go back to number three, uh, and I'm gonna do my tie. Felicity Jones. <laughs> I just oh, are never. You, are you do, is this your girl? Is this your girl? This is going to be well. My girl is tied mm. with a male. So okay. this. So my criteria mm. for this one, and the reason they're both kind of in here, is because to me these two um, actors can make me cry and make me laugh. Like okay. that's a good any movie criteria. I pick. I like like yeah, mm-hmm. that was one Maybe. of my main criteria. Mm. Um, my other criteria probably came down to what what Luke mentioned. So so weight loss. Like how much do they get into the character? And to me, Daniel D. Lewis does that better than everybody. Huh. So personally, see so, yeah, okay. Well, let me just say about real quick about Daniel D. Lewis. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna make a confession okay. about Daniel D. Lewis. 
I haven't seen him in that many films. Okay. It's probably uh, well, I would like to think I've as an objective movie goer yeah. that I that that's why he's not on my list because okay. I I just really haven't seen him in that yeah. many okay. films. All right. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so he is my number 1. For number 3, my tie is between um <clears throat> Sandra Bullock Really? And Robin Williams. Yeah, uh, I knew you were going to really? be Robin Williams. Sandra Bullock. Absolutely. No, I wouldn't put her on. My Absolutely. List. I really. I've. Um, and this is. And this isn't to me just about liking. Like I said, it's really yeah. just about because I do really like Sandra Bullock. But and Robin. So Williams. do I. But, uh, right. but to me, again, the both of them, and maybe it's like maybe it's partially a nostalgia thing. But I grew up with both of them in the '90s through to the 2000s, right? And I just feel like there are movies by then that I can turn on, man, and I can just like laugh and enjoy it and just have a really good time. And then there are other movies I can turn on by them where I'm just like balling my eyes out and I'm like yeah. I feel it yeah. I feel it I just think they yeah. both yeah. I think yeah. they both take it on Robin really Williams well. for sure I, yeah, that, I, can def- I can definitely see Robin Williams he's, he is super talented that yeah. guy he, he yeah. was a f- yeah. phenomenal it's like the Lord made him just to act like, yeah but I mean for, right. for he can do yeah he can do act. dude Good Will Hunting when he yeah, did I that. oh my goodness Good Will Hunting he is one of my favorite movies of all time as that shrink or whatever he was and just oh so good I mean I should say I really I'm really not like a romantic Romantic movie or romantic comedy person, right? But right. Sandra Bullock's romantic comedies and romantic movies, like you laugh, hey, while like, you laugh, hey, yeah, I'm laughing, I'm crying. She, she I don't know. So, <laughs> anyway, so she, she, so while many of those movies, I'm like, Joey. so many of these movies, I'm like, ugh, this right. is garbage. Yeah, I don't she, believe she, this. But at all. she does. But it she all. makes me believe she, it, man. She yeah, I think she does. I think she does. I really do think it's. I think um, it's I'm just. Surprised she's she, not. But she doesn't do accents. She's. I've never seen her do. That's well. well she's kind of the I've same. Seen her she's kind of like the, the, the. I've seen her do. I've seen her do one or two. But I agree with that in terms of the accents. Think she's not as much. And again, I don't know that the way thing applies to to girls, but right. Right. To, to women. But um, the you're right. The accents she hasn't done as many of. Mm-hmm. So I think. But I, I think. That, I, I do honestly it, think. Yeah, I mean that. No, she does fit your criteria of laughing, crying. Yeah. that's for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think that I think she's got a cuteness factor that overwhelms. Judgment a little bit. <laughs> okay, that's all. That's all right. I think. I think. I all think right. it's just like you know. I just like watching and listening to this girl. Okay. I, I, don't, I, I don't think that was what. I don't think that was what <laughs> swayed me. So, but that's okay. So, um, number two. So this will be my surprise one since <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis is out. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> number two. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Gary Oldman. Gary. Oh, that, no. No. dude. Oh, yeah, dude. That is he a good is, one. He, he definitely that is. is Gary a good Oldman. One. Is oh, good. my word. Duh, of course. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Um, I, again, I'm surprised you guys didn't have him on your list. Yeah. So. Um, no, yeah, I didn't but yeah, but Gary Oldman. I, I mean, just by those reactions, I think it's more than oh, justifiable. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I just, I mean, right? Now, he's actually going to play. Um, oh shoot. Um, oh. Winston. Churchill. He's going to play Winston yeah. Churchill. Yeah. Did you guys see the preview for this movie? No. He's in like a fat suit. They gave him a mask that makes him right. look like Winston Churchill. Right, but right. you can still see his I eyes trailer, enough and his yeah. facial expressions enough that it's him. It's just, oh. I, again, to me, he's like probably I, – I put him in second because to me, he's like just like the one below to me that like – he gets into roles and I yeah. barely recognize it's him. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just that's think true. he does such a good job of embodying that character. Yeah. He was Jim Gordon, yeah. right? Like probably more than any one yeah. of those two yeah. of those characters. Yeah, more than true. Christian Bale as Batman. Yeah. To me, right. he was Jim You're Gordon, right? Jim right? Gordon, yeah. Yeah. Like, like I just he just he was he is his characters. He yeah. gets into his roles and he yeah. plays them. Um, and, and the I, spectrum I like for him is, um, is unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, he he actually might be. Pro- I mean, right now, I mean, Tom Hardy. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to argue, you know, I think probably physically works harder from, from what is, yeah. but, but Gary Oldman has enough films that he's probably the most versatile of all time right yeah. now. I, I, I'm kind of banging on that. 
I'm kind of banking on versatile Tom Hardy time. going to be more versatile oh, yeah, I think than him. Tom Hardy but, Tom but Hardy did not make Goldberg. it on my list because I just don't think he's done enough yet. I right. just think I think right. he has so much potential. You guys know I love Tom Hardy. Right. So I mean that's pretty much I think that's why I like Christopher Nolan, just because Tom Hardy is like the biggest, most awesome boss yeah. in every one in every movie he puts him in. Yeah. But I just so I love Tom Hardy, but I, to me it just wasn't like yeah. All, all the all the actors I mentioned, their careers are are towards the end or at their yeah, end, right? right? And yeah. so yeah. I think Daniel Day Lewis actually called said that he's retiring, and so I just like you know, so most of them are towards their end, and so sure. um, uh, and and so I just Tom Hardy to me, like a lot of these young actors, I think they have potential to make it onto my list one day, but I don't think they're quite there right, yet. Right. That's understandable. Um, and so um, and so yeah, but I just Gary Oldman, I Gary Oldman and Daniel Day Lewis for me are very close. Okay. I think they're both very close. It was hard I for me to put one in one. Well, and see, one that's why I have to go with Gary Oldman because I've seen more films with Gary Oldman. Yeah. And, it, and and like he's done, I think he's done way more than Daniel Day Lewis. I haven't well, seen Daniel Day Lewis well, in a movie. The, well, a that's long the time. thing though, is that Daniel Day Lewis gets so into his character that he takes, he's like four years between each movie for him. Mm-hmm. And it's one movie, it's one character. And and then yeah and so but he puts but he but I, if you went through a lot of his stuff I think you'd really mm-hmm. I just see so much that's mm-hmm. just and and I still sometimes see Gary Oldman and stuff and I don't think I've ever watched a Daniel Day Lewis movie where I'm like oh yeah that's Daniel Day Lewis oh, I'm right. just at every movie I've ever I've seen most of his stuff if not all of it and every right. movie I'm just like like that's wow. the character I like I just that's... don't see Daniel Day Lewis at all okay. All right. Wow, that's that's Joey's list. Yep, wow, that's my man. list. Um, you guys want any honorable mentions? Do we have time um, g- for any? Give, give me. I, I, yeah. uh, we don't have to, I'm not going to explain give, them. Give me but one. I, just had, one. I had uh, one of my honorable mentions was Christian Bale. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to talk about him. I'm just going to put him in. Okay. Some of them I had. I had Christian Bale. I had Gene Hackman uh, as an honorable mention. Uh, I also had Woody Harrelson as an honorable mention. I th- hmm. I think he's really good. He he does have a range. He does. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I'm not going to go, Joey. Yeah, and for me, uh, Christian Bale was one of mine. Yeah. I mean, he was really it was really tough to not put him on that list. Yeah. I was surprised it wasn't higher on yours actually. After your criteria, I was kind of thinking. That well, that's what I thought of when the late weight loss. I know he weight loss. Him, he makes it, but you did say weight loss or was three, movie. right? So, yeah, it was yeah. the, the least machinist. important yeah. to me out of all of them. The, yeah. the most important was the broad spectrum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, um, so the the couple that I had, um, I had uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think he. You don't think he pulls it off, Professor Snipe? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I've seen him in different films, and he does a good job. But the thing is, you, you just he's, like you said, and you always know it's Alan Rickman. He doesn't really change his look that much. You know, he he's, he's look, a good well, actor. Uh, he's a good actor, but he but his his he doesn't play like a radically different role. You know what I mean? I would say Hans well, Hans uh-huh. Gruber. You know, Hans Gruber is. I, I would Hans say Gruber. is is fundamentally different than Snape. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, and and he was in what was that that one with Emma Emma Thompson? Um, I don't know. Uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, it was, he was uh, in Wuthering Jane Heights Austin. too, or something. But he was in. I mean, he was. Now this wasn't him. It, but he was in. Well, he was in Galaxy Quest. I love that movie. Oh, and he I, was, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's the guy with the fin on his head, right? And I think he does really good right. in that. And that's comedy, right? Yeah. right. Like he's making me laugh there. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, he's making okay, me cry. Again. That's and part that, of your criteria. And that criteria yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's also. I mean, he's this. He's the droll little robot in uh, yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide to the, the Galaxy, Galaxy that yeah. I love. So I just thought. I don't know. I thought he could. I thought he could be up there. I also had uh, Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hoff, yeah. To me, Hoffman yes. like mm-hmm. needs to be at least an honorable mention. Yeah, um, um, it, it's interesting that nobody said Johnny Depp yet. And, oh wait, and I thought I had him. I, okay, so I he actually he's good. Hold yeah, on, he hold on a second. I he's an um, for me. Johnny Depp 
for me, I purposely did not put him on my right, list. Right. He was on my list of 20. Right. I purposely did, on, did not put him on my list because... I think he, we do need to address the does, Yeah, issue. he yeah, does a yeah. great job of changing, mm-hmm. but to me, he's totally squandered his entire career on bad... Uh, what's that director's name? The gothic director. The one who did the Batman movies um, in the 80s. Um, oh, I don't know. Come on. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. He squandered oh, his career uh, on Tim Burton. He does uh, everything Tim Burton. And t- to me, like, if you can play a wide variety of roles, but all your movies are bad, like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know you know what? So, I, that's, and that's, that's, and that's, no, that's good. And, that's me, and he like, started out well, too, because uh, that first yeah, movie he, he did had, with he the had, mob, what was it called? Um, uh, really? Donnie Brasco. Donnie oh. Brasco. Yeah, no, yeah. he has, he has, he has some great ones. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He has some great ones. But to me, it's like... Like whereas whereas Daniel Day Lewis is like every single one different yeah. great but he has four or five years between each movie to me Johnny Depp's like one year between each movie but like right. but like yeah, it's I, crap 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 oh that's awesome crap right. crap crap oh that's right. awesome right so. that's true <laughs> I, yeah I I, I want to argue I, I you know I hesitate to say this but I I want to say that Johnny Depp has normal crazy and that's it. You know, yeah. that, that's normal well, mode, I crazy mode. See, I do want to see and, that movie, though, where he plays that mob, uh, Whitey, Whitey Ford. Oh, yeah. He, that um, was a great one. That was I, a really good one. I didn't see that yet, and I do want to see it because it looked like he really pulled that off. He did. That uh, was really good. He did do that well. And that's one of the Whitey ones I would Bul- call I'm a sorry, great one. Whitey Bulger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's one of the ones I would call a great one. But again, before right. that, there was there was crap. And then there's that, Pirates of the Caribbean in between. And then, yeah. Well, no, he's good at Jack Sparrow. He though. is he's good at Jack Sparrow. He does do good at Jack Sparrow. He pulls that. No one. That's a good one, too, because no one else can do that. What other actor yeah. could play Jack Sparrow like that? I mean, that uh, who Michael Fassbender. That? I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, um, and also for an honorable mention for me was John Goodman, um, who, who plays yeah. a, a, a wide variety yeah. of, of of roles. If you really lost some pounds, then he'd really be your fave, right? According to your criteria. Um, well, he doesn't do the accents very much. Yeah, I don't he know. Do he, he, I don't know. He's you not know. one that I thought of actually. Uh, he's not one that I thought of. I right. didn't think of him initially. What else you got? Um, well, I mean, the, the, the people I kept thinking about, I mean, uh, I kept thinking about Tom Hanks, uh, you know, the, but Tom the Hanks is, and Den- Tom Hanks and Denzel were both towards the top of my list too, but, but again, again they they, the, to me, to me, I, I, I don't, I don't ever, yeah. uh, there's never been a movie I've watched with Tom Hanks right. and Denzel and where I was like, whoa, I can't believe right. that's Denzel. And, and, and here's one person I want to say that I, I did not add him because he plays kind of, to me. He kind of brings the same charm to a wide variety of roles, but it's the same charm. Okay, and that's uh, Samuel Jackson. Oh yeah, he's been in so he's many. Been different in, types he's been of in every film under the sun, yeah, yeah. But, but he's but it's like he's got that Samuel Jackson yeah. charm, and I like it. I don't want except, him to. Oh no, I agree. Except, but he I'm just walks in and says the f word a bunch. Except for one yeah. of our favorite movies, though, where he was just played somebody completely different. Uh What's that, Mr. Glass? Oh, oh, yeah, that's probably he did great. Oh, he, oh, he killed. And that. I really hope they bring him back. Oh, yeah, they will. They will. I, uh, they yeah. absolutely will because yeah, they that, have he, to. Yeah, he's like the, he's like the Trinity of that mo- of that it's series. So good. You know, you got you got Bruce Willis playing you know that character, and you got Mr. Glass, and now you got uh, the Horde. But and one 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 other one I wanted to present to you guys just because I was curious of your thoughts because I found him creeping up on my list because mm-hmm. he kind of started at the bottom, then he was creeping up. Um, and I, but I kept going back and forth about him, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's kind of like a uh, like an Ed Harris type actor to me. Yeah, it's I mean, he's like not, he, I don't know. I don't know. He's quite there with greatness yet. But I think right. I don't know. I just think he. I think he has but some my real versatility again, there. Me, I haven't seen him in that many okay. roles. Yeah. I've only seen him in like five or six movies. Yeah. you know that's that's my problem. You know, and yeah. and I think he is very versatile. I think he yeah. can kill whatever role you put him in. I and, think and, he and can there's too. and one last person I want to say here before we wrap it up. Yeah. One person that I think to keep an eye out for who I think is going to be very versatile if he keeps on doing the things he's doing is Eddie Redmayne. 
uh, yeah, uh, he, I agree. He he's bouncing from well, role to role, yeah. and he and he doesn't. You know, could, uh, uh, you know. I think I think that's why I say keep an eye on him. I'm not saying. Well, you know, like, what? you could do he's another. Definitely there, but you I could think do he, another list like of actors that no one's really noticing right now that you are predicting is going to be huge. Oh, that would be a fun and list. Then, actually. And then maybe predictions. Uh, and then part one B, actors that are maybe doing well right now that you're going to predict are going to bomb right. later. Yeah, who's going to be our next? Who's going to be the Cruise. bomb? Who's going to be the? Who's going? No, who's going to be the next? Nicholas Cage. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is a really like like an awful example. I just meant when I said Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise was really popular there for really a while, and then he was like overcharging, and people were just like, okay, we're done with you. And right. so there was a long time there where he like couldn't get a good. I do movie. want to see the Mummy though. Uh, yeah, I, I, I recommended that. that. Good, I recommended so that I on a previous podcast. Yeah, right. I definitely check it out. Anyway, so that's our list of top three most versatile actors. Yeah, I know there's 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 a lot of actors we didn't say, and I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, so I'm many. sorry. Steve well, that's Buscemi, where that's we where you come him. in. If you are listening to this, that's yes, where you come in. You can right. absolutely trash everything we talked about. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Please do. That would be that yeah. Would we be didn't awesome. talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's true. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Poor guy. It's a tough one. I kind of sprung on us real quick, but um, anyway, that's our list. Um, next month, now, uh, there is a website or on YouTube called Watch Mojo. Next month, we're going to take one of their lists, which they often do terribly, mm-hmm. and we're going to redo it ourselves. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> I look forward to this. And, uh, they're, they're, we, we've oh. done this many times in our heads. We're watching like, oh, man, I would definitely not put that guy there. Yeah. Or I'd never, I would never put, say, that guy or this woman or something like that. That's terrible. You know, it's sometimes I just feel like those crazy Canadians up there are just, oh, who, who's the first person to come to mind, eh? And they just throw it on there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and, and I struggle sometimes with their list. So we're going to, everyone pick a Watch Mojo list. Tell us what Watch Mojo put. Yep. Okay. Cool. We're gonna yeah. put what we think. We're gonna. <laughs> no, we're gonna, gonna amend, so we're oh, gonna amend gonna cool. the list. We're gonna amend the Watch Mojo list. You Sounds know, we good. actually might do this one again in the future. Oh yeah. Because uh, they keep putting them out. Yep. So anyway, uh, they do a lot of ones about movies. Jeff, thanks for co- being on the show. Thanks, yeah. Thanks for having on, me. Right? Thanks for having me. And uh, so we will see you guys next month. Thanks everybody listening. Be strong and courageous. We will see you next month. Yes. See you guys. <laughs>